What else did you get at Portillo's? What did you just notice? I got a hot dog and fries, but the other night, last night. Last night. <laughs> last night. See, I'm not the only one losing my goddamn mind. When uh, All the days blend together, Erica. When Erica got that chocolate shake, she really stuck it to me. So I had mm-hmm. to take. Revenge. I stuck it to Alex by ordering a chocolate shake. Yeah, he could have ordered, but without a telling shake. me, you didn't tell me. Oh, I didn't realize I had to like, clear my order with you. Ideally, yes. Okay, next time so I'll anyway, let you know exactly what I'm ordering, thank so you. you can adjust. I would appreciate okay. that. Okay, okay. Now that we're all on the same page, so I had to get a shake. But you see, Bob, it was important to me that I not only get a shake; it must be bigger. I must one up. Well, America. yeah. I agree. So, as of now, I'm winning. And I had the more recent shake, so I'm double <laughs> had winning. The more recent shake. More recent shake. Oh, and those cookies? Gone. I'm not surprised. They survived too today, though. They did. So, like, like 36 hours? About. They did yeah. not make the full 48. Yeah. You can't bring you can't you can't bring cookies to people. They're gonna go. No, only monsters don't love cookies. Well, and especially if it's like the and those weren't like they were smaller cookies. They were they're like a medium they size. I wouldn't call them thick. They were thick. They weren't. Thick. I wouldn't call that a thick cookie. Okay, the cookie was, I got uh, the baby from uh, for a sugar cookie is what I meant. Eh, I, I I disagree. It was a good size cookie, but not something that like so gargantuan that you would have. You're having at least three of those cookies at a time. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. I was saying this to Bob yesterday, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, cookies. It's not like there are any cookies that are good for you, right? Like you eat a chocolate chip cookie, they're it's all just sugar and chocolate. It's it's good deli- for your good for your soul. Yeah, that's true. Good for your soul. Nourishing exactly. for the soul. That's true. Every now and again, but, you just need to have a but chocolate chip. Only cookie. a maniac can only eat like one cookie. I have never like I understood that. I have to eat all the cookies. And I was saying this to Bob yesterday. Thank you for reminding me. Someone, you know how like at some places they'll have stuff like hot lamps or whatever that they put cookies under to kind of keep them warm, you know? Sure. But it's not the same as fresh out of the oven. No, and because it's it's almost it's also baking it more. Yeah. So it's gonna start getting tough. And I don't want that's, that. That's true. But someone needs to come up with a system for maintaining the like three minutes out of the oven chocolate chip cookie taste. Mm. Like the taste, the texture, the temperature, whoever can do that is going to rule the world. Well, you really, what, the system that you need is what Krispy Kreme had, where they're like, oh, we've got hot, fresh donuts. We sent us a signal. Flip it on. <laughs> um, you almost need that in like a chocolate chip cookie place. But I see, I want it all the time. I want it, I want it in my home. You want to be, I see, okay, to roll up at any particular point and have the perfect at your fingertips have the perfect chocolate chip cookie. Okay, like, yes. Chocolate chip cookies keep pretty well. You know, you can have them for a week or so. Sure. They don't they don't go bad or something really, not rapidly anyway. Right. But there's just nothing quite like that right out of the oven chocolate chip cookie. May I posit to you then? Making chocolate, like making a batch of them, but don't bake them. You could do that. You're Scoop right. Them I off, know. Freeze, freeze them yeah. and then pull them out as you want. I we used to do that. I had a, uh, uh, I forget the exact recipe, but 
it made a, a pretty decent size cookie where you could get away with just having the one. And yeah, you mm. put it in. It's it's in the oven for a minute, but once it comes out, it, it's perfect. And it's it's kind of like that. But you, you are still having to wait. You're, you're right. There's but you prep have to, involved. You have to still. wait. You have to throw it on a pan. You have to do things. I don't want to do any work, Erica. You want a replicator, basically. Ideally. Yeah. What you need is like the human replicator. So you can replicate yourself or someone else and then have extra slaves. Oh, okay. I can't possibly see the morality issues that would come up with that. Well, there's only one question that comes up if you have an exact clone of yourself, which yeah. I think we've already addressed. No, that's a no. But well, here's the other question. <laughs> see, I wouldn't I wouldn't want an exact clone of myself, and here's why. Because if you make an exact clone of yourself, what's stopping them from replacing you? See, that's a problem. Well, you know what you got yourself there, Alex? Pretty solid sci-fi story. Yeah. I'm sure Star Trek has tackled this. No doubt. At, at some point in the, what, 60 years it's been on the air, yes. A thousand percent. Does the teleporter kill you, Kill you, Erica? Does, oh, does it kill, it you, kill and you and recreate you? Just, you? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm going no. Bob? Yes. I think it does kill you. Mm-hmm. I think it does. You guys have watched more stuff. Do you Trek want? Do you want the canon ep- explanation? Oh, here we go. Because the- this is before the intro, folks. We're getting canon lore drops from Star Trek. Be- because, <laughs> like, showrunners have like actually come out and answered that question. That yeah, it kills you and just recreates, recreates you as as you just yeah. were. Uh, oh, is that just the kind of thing that they were like? You know, it's gonna make these fuckers crazy. Let's just tell him that it kills him. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I, well, yes, there's, I'm sure, a certain level of uh, chaos gremlin to it. It kind of makes sense in a, in the Star Trek universe, which is kind of this post-stupidity version of humanity where there's, you're not, um, and that is pretty much post-religion where, you know, the concept of like a soul and stuff like that, that doesn't exist in Star Trek. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't or whatever, ever. It's just that's just not Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So in in canon, like if you're making an exact exact replica of yourself somewhere else. Seconds after you've been killed. Yeah, I mean, it, it just doesn't... Matter. Matter. Yeah. So, there is this weird episode... But then why would you go in there, though, if you knew you were going to die and you weren't going to survive? Because your consciousness is recreated in a few seconds. But not yours. But you don't... It, no one notices. <laughs> <laughs> you notice because you you're know? dead. Well, here's the thing. Are you, like... Are like you feeling pain? Like, is there like if if every time you go into a transporter, like, does do you suddenly like go? Do you momentarily go through excruciating pain before? I just think that if recreated? you were dying, and like, oh, I'm recreated. I'm not the one that stepped into the teleporter. One, aren't you saying something? And two, why would you do it again? This really screws with the concept of heaven and hell as well, because, like, in theory, then. There's like 
thousands of Jean-Luc Picards in heaven just well, chilling. Well, we've established. And they're all like different ages and different <laughs> levels Trek, of experience. They don't, that doesn't, they're post that. They don't believe in that shit. Oh, well. Unless it actually happens exists. to be real. Yeah. <laughs> which would be hysterical then. And you know what? I can guarantee you there's fic of that somewhere. In the sure bowels of the internet. I'm sure there is. And they're all fucking each other. Whoa. Go ahead, Bob. Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Why are we doing it like that? Why are we doing it like what? The way you just did it. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Okay, all Erica. Right. All right. Hi. Joining us today, <laughs> special guest, Baker, <laughs> Erica. Joey. Baby enthusiast. Thank you, Alex. Erica. I appreciate Don't that. Don't worry, I'll take care you got of me. it. You got the back. Son of a bitch. I'm just gonna throw it on his shoulders and soldier on. Hello. How's it going? Oh, see, I definitely thought you were gonna huck it at his head. <laughs> Toss a coin. <laughs> to your witcher. At your, your witcher. Bob. Ah! So did we have all the discussion before the intro no! and now we're done? No, 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 no. Oh, We've always damn. got bullshit to talk about. You know what I saw today? <clears throat> no. You know who saw The Flash and thought it was great and just the movie we need now? Can I take a guess? Sure. Kevin Smith. No. Would you like a guess, Bob? Who could have gotten access to see The Flash, could have just asked for it? The Rock comes I'll, to I'll mind. I'll say it's an actor. Okay. It's an actor. It's not The Rock. He's also a producer. Yeah, nothing. Hmm? I, don't, I don't know. Tom Cruise. Okay. Said it was great in just the movie we need now. Fuck Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay, Tommy boy. <laughs> I did I see like, they asked uh, uh, Ben Affleck, speaking of him recently, he's like, oh, with... Uh, he's like, no. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not doing any more superhero nope. movies. Thanks. I'm good. <laughs> ben solid. I, I do think it's like, that's a weird thing, right? To act in front of a bunch of green screens. And oh, it's got to be terrible. It's just, that's a tough situation. Soul sucking, if you will. Because how, how is, it's just, what am I, what am I doing? I'm getting a paycheck. That's all I'm doing here. Well, and then someone like Affleck, too, you know, he directs, he writes, he acts. I'm sure if he's just acting in something, he's been around to kind of know when things are going poorly, right? Mm -hmm. Like when he was when he was doing whatever, Batman v Superman, colon Dawn of Justice or Justice League, right? He I knew. Just, you you he see knew. those interviews and you see a soul oh, leaving yeah. his body. Yeah, he knew. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> He's not a dummy. He's like, mm, yeah, okay. They're, God, they're paying me so much money, but Jesus, this sit here sucks. Attempt to, you know, you know, spin uh, 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 gold out of wheat. <laughs> yeah, there's just that, that one in particular that I'm thinking of. Where you oh, later you see him, you start staring into the middle distance, and he's just like, "What? What did? It, where did I go wrong? What did I do?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, but he got J Lo back, so he must have made some right. It ain't all bad, life. I guess. Yeah. Well, and the only good commercial of the Super Bowl, thank goodness. That was a, oh, that was like the first one. It that, was the yeah. first one. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember any of them. 
that there was a time, man. Like, it's kind of like I always say, you know, a lot of people now, they like Call of Duty, but that's because they never played a Call of Duty game when it wasn't shit. And so they have no point of comparison. Mm-hmm. And now people would be like, oh, this commercial, that commercial. I'd be like, those all suck. They were boring. And man, we had great Super Bowl commercials when we were in like, I don't know, teens, early 20s, whatever. Like the Super Bowl used to have really great stuff. And now it's just like the advertisers have all just run out of ideas. Pretty much. I would be curious like to go back and like, and this is this seems like a good like Saturday night wiki hole Mm. of like the go. I can't find anything on TV. I'm going to go lie in bed and watch old Super Bowl commercials until like one o'clock in the morning. Because here's the thing. I wonder if our perception is clouded by like a few really key good Super Bowl commercials. Well, the first one that always pops into my mind was the office linebacker. uh, Yes. I was just going to say that. That Those are unparalleled. You just get a big dude just fucking trucking into other people. And and but but I would say I don't even know what those were advertising. So in that sense, How successful I guess was I it? guess it wasn't a good commercial in that way. Budweiser frogs. Budweiser frogs. It just didn't feel like like the Ben Affleck and uh, J Lo one was genuinely it was just genuinely funny. Yeah. Because we have as a society for some reason have a collective obsession. With the poor man going out onto his stoop and collecting his dunks order for the morning and fumbling it or, you know, whatever. Like, let the poor man just, he hasn't had his coffee yet. Let him get his dunks, for God's sake. I am not a celebrity person, right? Like, I don't care about celebrity culture. Oh, it's like, how could you? I, do, I don't care about watching interviews with anyone or whatever. Well, because it's all bullshit. It's yeah. all just a very perfectly honed, like... This well, is the and, public persona. And it's the same reason, like, let's say I'm, you know, I fall out of the bed tomorrow and I'm Tom Cruise, okay? And I, and, and let's say, I'm going to give a better example, right? Because he's a lunatic. Yes. But I'm, I'm going to, let's say I fall out of my bed and I'm, um, I don't even know, uh, <laughs> Jonathan Taves. There we go. There okay. Go. Like a cel- he's not a celebrity, but he's a sports star or he was, whatever. I would be concerned. Sports star in Chicago. Sure. He's made a good amount of money. He's had a nice career. I would be concerned about dating actors or actresses, right? Because how do you ever really know that they're not working you? Especially if someone's really good, right? (laughs) Like if you're dating like, um, fuck, I don't know. Jennifer Lawrence. Sure, Jennifer Lawrence. She's a good actress. I, yeah, it's like I, she could be playing me the whole time. It could all be an act. How do you ever know when you're getting down to like the core of the person? You know, I, I mean, know. I Why guess you if care? you, I guess if you spend, that's like you're rich and you're stuffing Jennifer Lawrence. Who cares? I mean, he's not wrong. This is why. He's not. This is why you have a good prenup. We should. Unless they make dummy. more, unless they make more money than you, the, the Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring it on! I'll sign. That's when he brings that up to Susan, and she just laughs in his fucking face. Oh, that's amazing! That's a great episode. 
What was that? What happened? Did he kill Susan? No, or? he bought. He cheaped out on the envelopes for oh, the wedding. Oh, she was licking them and, and like she licked they too many her. right at the same time, and she got poisoned. Yeah, I remember now. And none of them cared. And they're all like, "Well, she's dead." And they're all like, <laughs> "Okay." And then he got got stuck having to go to the foundation stuff after that. Oh, she cursed him forever. And if he would have just got married, like if they would have just been married, he would have had all this money. Like, remember when they're going over all her assets and she was like, she had like houses and all this money and everything. And, and he's just he was, there he like... was so close. <laughs> he was so close. Um, what were we even talking about? How do you know? Oh, yeah. I don't think you ever could. I think you'd always have that little doubt in the back of your mind. If and you cared. And the moment anything starts to go bad, you're like, hey, Jennifer Lawrence, stop fucking with me and act like yourself. But see, when you're acting so much, do you even know yourself anymore? I'm sure they all have bum, those, those existential questions that they, that they wrestle with. See, here's what I think happens in Hollywood. Like, that happens. You're attractive. I'm attractive. Let's fuck. This is good for our careers. Our publicists say do it. And like, okay, but I think I think what I would suspect happens a lot is like, uh, especially the naive folks go into that and they have that experience and they they get burned and that's what turns them into the jaded person who does it to someone else later. So it's just this vicious cycle. Yeah. Well, I would imagine that's probably also why a lot of, like, actors just date actors, because it's just like, this is all nonsense. You know it's all nonsense. We can know it's nonsense together. And yeah, maybe it'll be good for our careers, so. I think it's also like, hey, here's someone else who knows what I'm going through. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a reason that, you know, rich people don't date poor people. Well, and I, I think that, yeah, that's like... That's the core of something like a Tom Brady and Giselle, right? Before they got divorced is... Well, before well, there's he chose no, football over her, let's right. say what actually happened. Apparently, there's something else, too, though. Like, maybe he convinced her to invest in some some crypto scheme, and she lost, like, $40 million or something. Apparently, this is a thing, too. Tom Brady is a crypto bro? I never would have guessed. <laughs> but... Hey, babe. So yeah. apparently that was it's a not a pyramid scheme. I not promise. That, not that I'm sure. Like I mean, for both of them, forty million dollars is wiping their ass with that, in a right? Bucket, but, but still. So I think there's some aspect of that as well. But 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 there's the perfect example of here's two people that were filthy rich and ultra successful when they met. So there's no doubt either way that the one one loves the other because they, there's, right. there's no like there's right. no power imbalance there was something there right right and then he just decided he loved football more sure and went with that or crypto and crypto maybe a combination of the both <laughs> I love you babe but crypto but, but crypto, crypto. <laughs> my crypt bros <laughs> how's that going for you hodl Remember, oh my God, two years ago, all the crypto commercials during the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was funny this year. Not my a one. God, there were three in every single fucking commercial break. Well, because Alex, line's just going to keep going up, right? Line go up. Line go up. Wait, what I think is so fascinating about what happened with crypto and 
fucking NFTs is like how utterly predictable it all was. Well, it was like you ha- you got the whole world looking at this, and it, the world is very clearly split into two groups. The vast majority of us who know this is bullshit and are staying far away from it. Pyramid scheme, right? And then there's like really loud, tiny group of people who are just pushing it so hard. And they've got just enough people who are idiots buying into it to keep them afloat. Which honestly, it's like if you can convince idiots to invest in your very obvious pyramid scheme. Why are we... Why is everything always a pyramid scheme? Well, okay. That's what it was, wasn't it? I don't think think something like Bitcoin is a pyramid scheme. I think NFTs... I think NFTs are a pyramid scheme, though. It's because, like the over-under? Because inherently inherently for NFTs, someone must get fucked for someone else to make a lot of money. There's just no way around it. But you needed more people to buy in with Bitcoin, too, in order for it for line to go up. Well, you don't have to you didn't have to buy in for Bitcoin. No. You just had to mine it. Well, you could do that. I mean, I mean, in theory, in theory, whoever out there that created Bitcoin and has like the vast majority of it, they're sitting on a gold mine and just we but no one knows who they are. And we don't know scheme a better way of putting it. I I don't know exactly like what you would like in the terms of taxonomy. It's a scheme. It's it's a scam. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're being scammed there. There there are some like. Very kind of high minded, like theoretical benefits to cryptocurrency. But but it's all awash in this dude broy nonsense. Uh, yeah, it's just this techno libertarian bullshit is what it is. And you know, because it does. Oh, you're they're trying to stay away from regulation. Completely stay away from regulation. And, and how's that working out for you? Mm. So it's someone like someone stole all my apes. Aw. You know what would help with that? Regulation, buddy. There's actually a really good video. It came out a while ago now. Last year, I think. Was it? And it's called "Line Goes Up" by what's what's the filmmaker's Folding name? Ideas. Folding Ideas. It's Dan. I can't remember his last name, but. It's up on YouTube for free. It's long, and it'll make you want to rip your hair out of your head multiple times, but highly, highly recommend it. He's got a bunch of really, really, really good videos. The one about the uh, In Search of a Flat Earth, it's called, yep. is also excellent, because it ties in how the whole flat earth thing is just, like, religious nonsense that then kind of ties into, like... Some other deeper sort of conspiracy theory shit that's genuinely terrifying. But that's worth it just to watch him do the experiment on the lake. Yes. Where you can actually see the curvature of the earth. Mm -hmm. So he's got a camera set up. And the lake is long enough that you can like focus when you're standing on like a tree on the other side. And if you stay focused on that tree and you, you kneel... You can't see the tree anymore because you can see it's hidden by the curve of the earth. Hmm. It's really, really cool. It's really interesting. And like he does it in, uh, uh, on his camera so he can like show it to you. And it is like, oh, fuck. It's it's cause you know, the earth is round. 
I would hope if you're listening to this podcast, you know the earth is round. But seeing it borne out like that is just really, really cool. Yeah. I thought. But is that just an optical illusion? Well, and the that's Ill- the whole that the, the Illuminati yeah. I mean, has that's, created. Well, that's that's where you go. That's right. the whole point of the the video, yeah. which is which is so fascinating because it's like there's some people. It just it does You're not convincing it. You can't convince them of shit like, because it's easier to make it's easier in their minds to make up reasons why common sense and logic and reason are wrong. Because it would alter their worldview. Well, and he and said he had gone on like uh, uh, flat Earth uh, uh, like message boards, and he was like, "Oh, you know, I did this experiment, and I could actually see." And they told him, "Oh, well, pray more. You need to pray more, then you can do it again, and then you'll see that it was wrong." <laughs> oh God! And it's like pray yeah, more. Okay, cool. Very good. His whole channel is great. Yes, folding ideas. Highly recommend. He did a video on uh, why it's rude to be bad at World of Warcraft. I still haven't watched that one. That was pretty... He's also a little disturbing. Someone who has like an insane amount of hours in Warcraft. Why is it rude to be bad at World of Warcraft? Yes. Like he's gotten like statues from them for being like... Such a fan just on it as much as he is like i don't know the exact sort of i don't know if he goes the, into that in the, the video at all but um i mean he touches on that like he has spent an ass load of time on it and this is why you should you know trust what he has to say and he does it with a different uh with another gamer um from australia i believe but um the the premise of that video is that um, people have gotten to the point in Warcraft of like you can't just have fun like you have like if you're not like if you're part of a clan like and you're not spending the time to really truly optimize your character like in in a lot of circles of Warcraft like People don't want you around. Yeah, I hate that kind of nonsense. Well, I remember because for for a few, maybe two or three years there, I mean, I was straight up addicted to WoW. And it was a I, while ago now, though. Oh yeah, it? a long time ago, long time. Like ago. early I mean, that on, game, that I game's been say. going. Yeah, no, yeah, literally, like right when WoW came out. Because I remember you showing me like some of the stuff in there. That's that's a minute ago. Yeah, but it very long time ago. I mean, I haven't played that game in what feels like 10 years or something. But, um, you know, I mean, when you were in it, especially if you were... Well, look, and if you're, if you're a team or a clan that's competing with people to do things first, yeah, people expect a certain level of commitment out of you, right? Like, I remember on the server, and it was kind of like a lot of the competitions would be like limited to the servers right like it wouldn't necessarily i mean like i'm not talking about like the real real top teams that are just competing with each other i'm talking about like on the server level but on our server i remember and this is when like the raids were like 40 people mm-hmm. and um you know i remember being on a team where we our clan cleared like a whatever some big fight first on the server and it was a big deal right mm-hmm. but you had to commit a lot of time, you know, like literally 
every week to raid and stuff, you're talking like six, eight, ten hours. I will you know? say as long as that's made clear up front and you know what you're getting into. Yeah. I don't genuinely ha- generally have a problem with that. And, and, and what would happen is, too, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, we're not talking about like you need the mechanics of like playing a first person shooter or something. But you had people who were better than other people, and this stuff would be tracked. I mean, you know, you'd be, you'd have like um, stuff like there were little mods that you could run that would track things like healing done and damage done and stuff like that. And you would feed, you know, people who were the top players, they would be fed gear when it would drop because, you know, if people are, say, the best whatever rogue player in your clan you want that guy geared out well you want them right here's your here's a long-standing member who sticks with us this is our friend we're not gonna give priority on drops to joe schmo who came along we're giving priority to our best player leroy jenkins ain't getting shit right and it was stuff like that i mean i remember stuff like that happening and and it got for me it got old like i just it's too much of it was way too much of a time commitment and when they at some point they introduced like it was like 10 player raids which were a lot easier to get together just simply because you could it's a lot easier to gather 10 coordinating 10 people as opposed to 40 is right much easier And, and that stuff was hard i mean when you had to do i mean i did some raid leading of 40 people that shit's hard man yeah it's it was interesting watching the video because i've never played wow i it just has well, that was well, well i was no interest very interested me. but i was like if i start this you will never see me again this will just become my no life. i was literally i mean i was literally addicted no yeah because i've had p uh we have a friend who was like oh you should jump on they're doing wow classic this is the per i'm like i literally no. if i start doing this that's gonna be it yeah and i've got other stuff i need to do i have a kid now <laughs> i what i what i it just seems so like I guess kind of what he was getting into in the video was like that it's it is very difficult to play wow casually um because just of the just of how people play the game now that's um, sad and so it's like you're either all in or you're like the lone guy getting shit on yeah, on like random service. Like, so that. It, yeah. it, it's it was it was an interesting video cuz i mean clearly he still plays all the time he's still invested in it sure but and he talks a lot about like conceptually i forget the name of the theory that he talked about but it's this idea of like if you're not like playing the game is as much about optimizing as it is about just enjoying the game or it can be. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's a thing that you see in some, some folks, the way they play D and D is like, well, we got it. That character's got to be optimized out. Why would you pick that spell over this spell? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I want to have fun and I right. care about the character being the best version. Like I'm just here to have a good time. Well, some, sometimes I think what it comes down to is how good are you and the people you're playing with? And are you going to struggle to do something that you just want to get through that you've already done a hundred times? Because 
you or someone else or three people have come in and some funky setup Mm -hmm. that's going to cause you guys to struggle. I mean, if you're in there and you're doing this, you're that's like the, the goal is to be as optimized as possible and to get through the, that's just, that's just the way I don't want to play a video game. Yeah. But I understand it's a, it's a way that people do play and they're having themselves a good time. That's fine. I think about overwatch and the times I've, you know, a couple of times I've played with you guys and, you know, I've certainly listened to you guys play a lot more. There's when, you know, especially with, you know, in theory, matchmaking, trying to put equal or relatively equal teams against each other. When matchmaking's doing that, if it's doing its job right, that means everyone playing has to play well to be competitive. Because that's that matchmaking is going to be basing on, you know, what at least your average play. So if you and in, in, in like in a game like Overwatch, like you've said this many times, one person can't win it, but one person can lose it for you. So you can't, it like if you have games where somebody is just tanking, that's going to make it miserable for the other four people playing. Well, I was actually. You know, and I knew this, of course, but I was I was uh, reading the footnotes of um, or the cliff notes of an interview that a couple developers recently did from the Overwatch team, and they were talking about you know they're always trying to refine the matchmaker, and they've done a few things recently to try to make games better for everyone generally. But there's one thing the matchmaker, no matter what they do, can't compensate for, and that's someone coming in and they're just having a bad day or one minute into the game something triggers them and they just decide to throw the fuck out of the game or you know right like someone gets toxic or something right like, like there's nothing the matchmaker can do about that and when you're trying to match make even games one person just playing crazy bad for some reason can be the difference yeah. well and everybody has an off day right you're not going to be and it's and it's evaluating right and it's evaluating your play all the time right but obviously it's not going to adjust like off one bad game you're not going to suddenly be playing against the shitters right you know right exactly Um, nor should you expect the matchmaker to be able to compensate for that well there there is actually some interesting stuff they've been doing that i think has led to a lot more good games of overwatch which is i think what they used to do was kind of like it's hard to explain, but I think they kind of like to used to take the group average of a given team and then try to find a team to go against that's a group average that's similar, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and what they've been doing recently is instead of saying like, oh, all of you together are a slightly above average team, so we're going to find a slightly above average team for you to play against. Instead of doing that, which would often lead to like wacky games because – maybe your best player is on a role where they can't do quite as much in that game and their best player is like on their best role playing their best character and so suddenly you've got a blowout on your hands or mm-hmm. something what they do now because you know overwatch the structure of overwatch is there's one tank two damage two supports what they do now that they've been doing for a few months and has led to a lot better matchmaking is they match role and player so if, say, you have a whatever, 
grandmaster player on tank, which is like literally a top 1% player in the, on the whole game, they try to put a grandmaster player on tank on the other team. That makes sense. Right. And so it's led to queue times going up a little bit, but the quality of games is a lot better. And so, you know, in your the example you're giving, Bob, in theory, if you come in as a new player who's awful, I mean, you're going to be awful, you're brand new, it's a very complicated game. In theory, there should be an awful player on the other team in the same role, right? Sure. So in theory, in theory right. similarly impacting the game. Mm-hmm. And that was and that was one of the funny things and I've been I'm in like the Overwatch weeds now, but mm-hmm. I've been um you know, when Overwatch 2 came out, right, obviously they had this huge influx of new players. Mm-hmm. And they thought, and I don't know why they thought this, because I could, I mean, I feel like anyone who plays the game knew this wasn't going to happen. But they thought a new player would be around like a silver goldish level in terms of their skill ranking system. And that means like basically average to somewhat below average. That's what they thought the new players would kind of sit at. Well, it turns out. The new players are more like bronze five players, which means the Dog worst players shit, on the right. whole game. Which, um, I mean, yeah. Which and, and so it led to a lot of fuckery with the matchmaker when Overwatch 2 first came out. And they mm. kind of figured it out and got people back where they were, where they should be. But it is interesting that it's like, it's, it's, it's such a hard game to play that, you know, it's like you come in and even if you're being given guidance and people are kind of like, Hey, play this, do this, do this in this situation, you know, it's going to take you. Oh yeah. Like months, months and months to pick it up. And that's, and that's just like understanding the mechanics of the game. That doesn't even come into, you need to figure out everything that's happening around you at all times. while also aiming at someone's head and holding your aim on them. It's like anything like you have to practice and you have to get, get, get good at something. You have to practice. And I realize mm-hmm. the irony of me saying that because I get hot immediately if I'm not good at something <laughs> from jump. So, no. Yes. No, but, but it's yeah. No good. It, yeah, I mean it's. But no, we get in the weeds, Alex. Nothing wrong with getting in the Overwatch weeds. That's what we do. That's this show. I, I just think it's you know in any uh, multiplayer or cooperative system, like how much more complicated it is. No, matchmaking is really hard. And I think matchmaking for all these games is arguably the most important system because if people are coming in and they feel like they're consistently having a bad time or they're consistently getting slaughtered, well, you're not play anymore. you just don't play because you're, right. you're just getting shit on I'm all the time. I'm not having fun. I'm right. losing constantly. So it is really important that, hey, you need to get into games with people who are like kind of somewhere near your skill level. True. Well, and it also means that the player needs to play consistently that too right because like you can't if you're if you're like me and like some nights i get on the golf club and i'm sinking 50 foot putts every hole um and then other nights i can't hit a six foot putt like you know i'm just fucking myself in that case but or me or you. That's true. <laughs> Although I don't know that we ever lost. No, but. I don't think we did. I don't think we ever did. I think we, I think like a solid 50% of the time we started from behind and then just came back and crushed in the end. <laughs> so for, for maximum anguish on the other team, you're doing yeah. the come yes. from behind wins. Yeah. Yes. 
Although I don't know that I've ever heard anyone be as anguished as the two times I screwed Bob over in Among Us. I'm pretty sure wow. I heard the anguish screaming from wow. upstairs. So that one time was hysterical because I was I was sitting upstairs like reading or something, and you knew he was the 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 what is it the infiltrator or whatever imposter, and no one else. You were just like, no, it's Al, and everyone else is like, nah, I don't think, and it. Which is hysterical to me, <laughs> because all of the stories you guys tell me about it, it's like, no, obviously it's Alex. Of course it's Alex. Like, why wouldn't you think it's Alex? It's always Alex if he's acting shady. What are you guys doing? And sure enough, I don't act shady, Erica. Well, no, not that's a, not true. I act shady all the time. Yes, that's my game. See this. The last time he got me, this one, oh, he, this one, because usually. He's acting shady. He's being he's being himself. He doesn't usually take nearly as long as he took this last one. He usually plays it faster. So when he, this one was going on for ages and ages, and it was just enough to raise some doubt in my head, and it was so dumb. I knew I should have just voted his ass. The anguish, Alex. I mean, you were on with him. I'm sure you heard it too. It was just I think he muted himself. Hysterical actually. <laughs> hearing the 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 one side of it and knowing exactly what's happening. Like there are times where I will just pause whatever I'm doing just to listen to his one side of whatever's going on on the party. Fucking a. <laughs> No, and you were talking about matchmaking, and this is one of these things, and I mean, when my friends listen to this, they're going to roll their fucking eyes, but a lot of people don't understand, like, in the group I play with, I'm generally the best player, mm-hmm. and... What's your, where, where are you at in the percentages, Alex? Where are you at? I don't play competitive, okay. but I'm probably around, like, top 10%, okay. but I don't, just competitive. I My thing is... See, to play competitive and to actually rise in the ranks, you have to play a good amount. Sure. And uh, it's just a big time commitment. And my thing is I'd rather – I like playing Overwatch with my friends. And mm-hmm. if I'm going to play competitive, I'd have to play by myself, basically. And if I'm going to play by myself, I'd rather just play single-player games I haven't played. Sure. You know? Um, but, no, like, recently – I played some competitive and I haven't played in years. So what happens is when you don't play competitive in years and years and years, they derank you. So you have to re-earn your rank. Which makes sense. So last time I played competitive, I was like high diamond. That's like top 15-ish percent of the player base. And um, so I played competitive for three days. When I first got placed, I got placed like gold. So the rankings go like bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, masters, GM, grandmasters. Um I got placed like low gold or something. It was like gold four or something. So really, that's like that means you're like average, right? Mm-hmm. And within like two days, I was back into diamond, and my win rate along the way was like I was winning like seventy percent of my games. So if you're ranked appropriately, you're winning like fifty percent of the time, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're winning seventy percent of the time, you're still under ranked. And that's with, like, you know, I think I've described this before, but you have games like we just talked about. Like, there's people well, who there's are just nonsense, throwing right. their ass off. Right. There's games There's like, there's like games that you're going to lose no matter what. There's nothing you can do. It doesn't sure. matter how well you play. And there's games you're going to win no matter what. You could throw your ass off. You could do whatever you feel like. Your team's so much better than the other team, it doesn't matter. Sure. 
Um, and you go up and down on the games like that are in the middle. But you know, to get those games that are in the middle, you got to play 50, 100, 200 games. You got to play and it it's a It's a big time commitment. Sure. So it just, I mean, if I'm playing Overwatch, I want to play with my friends. And if I'm not playing with my friends, I'd rather just play something else. And, and what is the single player game that you've been playing lately, Alex? Well, all I was going to say is, that just to close on that mm. topic, is um, when you're like the best player, you have to, kind of to what Bob's talking about, you have to be great every single game. Mm-hmm. And you can't have any off games. You can't make any bad decisions. You can't slack off or fuck around because you just lose. And that is frustrating to be like, oh, I can't like give 70% effort and just have a fun time. That would be, yeah. That like I, the few times that I do play video games anymore, I'm playing it to decompress, to relax. And I realize these people aren't playing it. Or maybe that's the way that they relax. I don't know. But, you know. That's why I just play Tony Hawk. I just want to wander around the continent, listen to that rad-ass fucking music while I hunt ghouls. I paid $180 to renew my Game Pass for three years so I can continue to play <laughs> Tony continue, Hawk, continue a to game I own. <laughs> no, I would say, hey, you get, you've, we've spent money on dumber things. That's fair. Um, What have I been playing? I mean... Lately, I've been playing a decent amount of Destiny, and I guess this would be a good time to pour one out for Lance pour Reddick. Pour one out for Lance Reddick. That's very sad. Yeah, Lance oh, Reddick wow. died today. 60 years old. Man, that's pretty young. Yep. I didn't know he was actually 60. I thought he was uh, a little younger than that. but I've seen 60, and then I've seen some people say 62, so... But if yeah, he... but if he Wire was a long time ago. But if he had any health problems, like, no one... No one knew about it, so yeah. But he always yeah. seemed like a healthy-looking guy. People I don't, know. don't necessarily like with Chadwick Boseman when he passed. That's no true. No one knew he was sick. Yeah. So I'm sure it'll come out whatever whatever happened, right? And maybe it was just like a bad luck thing. Maybe a you know, well, vein popped I in mean, his head or something. That, or, that's one of the strange things about people who are generally healthy, is they can have like these underlying conditions that they have no idea about because they never, you know, they're never poked and prodded because... Right. they're healthy, they're fine. They're healthy, you know, you're not, you know, it's the people who are unhealthy who are going through, like, scans every six who everybody months. everybody has, like, like, we know everything wrong with your body. Right. Nothing will be surprising. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I know a guy, I knew a guy who um, was very healthy, was just... On an easy run in Portugal and killed over dead. Yeah. Just heart attack out of nowhere. Like, it happens. Definitely what I want to hear. I'm always amazed that when people are, you know, doing MMA or something, they, they don't just take the one right shot that hits you in the perfect place and boom, lights out, you're dead. You would think it would happen more often. You would think it would have happened like once. Right? <laughs> You know, well, I think I think in in like in situations like that, it's like when you had the guy, you had the guy who was his name, Demar Hamlin or something in the NFL, who the special teams player who just like got hit and fell over and 
what was the deal? Like his heart stopped momentarily or something. Yeah. It's amazing stuff was like that. the one where they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep the game going. And both coaches were like, what are you fucking nuts? Yeah. No. Yeah. The, the, the Not team's game's over, motherfucker. To get them to stop the game. Yeah. But they said they weren't going to play. But uh, that's it's amazing stuff like that doesn't happen more in pro sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I think the reason it doesn't happen more often is because athletes are generally a lot more muscular. Um there's, you know, there's more things protecting, there's more muscle protecting your internal organs um, in a lot of the cases. And I think they're going into it. They know where you don't want to get hit. You know, like, so they're just, that you learn from a young age, you know, this is the form and this is what you're trying to avoid. Um I do agree. It's it's weird. It doesn't happen more often, but I mean, it's shocking that I mean, you haven't had a football player die on the field. Yeah. Well, especially when you see some of these like vicious like helmet to helmet hits and shit, where guys are in midair mm-hmm. and they just get cleaned out, and mm-hmm. you know they've got a weapon on their head. <laughs> basically, it's kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know. The Lance Reddick thing made me think about how, like, you know, when Destiny first came out, it was like they had a lot of, like, celebrities in these roles, right? Like, remember, like, um, Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage got a bunch of shit for the performances. Uh, the, well, because he, he was just kind of sleepwalking, wasn't he? I think that was more like a writing than direction issue to me, personally, mm-hmm. than his performance. I didn't really play it, so I have but, no idea. Yeah, I remember but, people being like, "Ooh, Peter Dinklage." But if you go, this. but if you go look at that original Destiny cast, you know there's a bunch of like known actors, maybe not like huge celebrities at that you time, know. but people you know, right? Um, and uh, you know, Lance Reddick, he always seemed to really like he really enjoyed doing the role. I think he actually played the game, and he always would interact with the community and stuff. That's and cool. it's like a lot of people, you know. Don't necessarily Especially the do more that. like the celebrities and stuff, they don't really seem to care all that much. And it seemed like he actually really did care about the voice acting work he would do for video games, like he did, you know, Silence and Horizon, as well. Oh, that's right, he was in there. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Um, he did a voice on the uh, Critical Role show, the animated on. I, uh, he was. Amazon. He was also in that. I've, I found out today he was also in that Castlevania show on Netflix. Um, Which I watched the first season of and I really enjoyed and then I just stopped watching for yeah, some reason. Yeah, you, you should have actually kept going because the, the it's second still on and third season. Yeah, yeah, no, the newer seasons are a lot better than the first one. but And they're not long, right? No, no. A couple episodes, maybe? No, they're not long. I need to knock um, it out at some point. We'll get there. But That yeah. was one I, I could not get into at all. Because it was Jack came over and flipped on the first episode with us was it that situation i don't know i forced you to watch was it, it. yeah you? i'm sure okay it sounds like a you move um <laughs> it is the mo yeah. usually no i just could not get into it i enjoyed the first season the animation was pretty solid for a netflix production yeah, and it got a lot better too that's another thing that got a lot better on it's that just show. a cartoon that's I'm true it biased. is just a cartoon. we got it we're doing this again um uh well there was one like because when we know netflix just throws so much shit it was called like blood of zeus or something like that and i tried watching that because i'm i enjoy greek mythology and it's just like wow 
This sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. Spe- speaking of Netflix and their deep love of canceling shows, I sent, uh, I think it was Variety had an article. Someone did a study or a poll or whatever the fuck it was. Basically acting, asking questions like, you know, do you find yourself to be more or less like less likely to watch shows early on for the fear that they'll get canceled and things like that? And we've we've talked about that before, right? Where, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes unless a show is just wildly popular where there's no way. Well, and if it it gels, even like if, if stuff just works from jump, that's not a thing that happens often. No. You need to give stuff time to breathe, stuff time to earn an audience. And, like, not everything is going to be wildly successful from, like, Day one. from go. Sure. But, th- but it is interesting that there are a lot of people out there who feel like we do, right? That we've talked about this where, you know, it is kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy where you cancel so much stuff so fast that you'll get people saying to themselves, well... I'm not going to watch so-and-so until it's finished because I don't want to get invested in the show and then three seasons in, it's canned. Right. Mm-hmm. For seemingly no reason. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, we all know the reason because once they get past three seasons, they've got to start paying residuals. That's what the reason is. But it's like, if that's the case, then just have them plot out the three seasons and do the three seasons. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. Um, no, I, I was actually really glad you sent that because what, it, it mean, it, 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 what that article really gets to the heart of is that people, what people spend their time on is what's going to make a difference. You know, it's, it's comes back to the same thing. I say this every episode. You guys are probably sick of it. But you speak with your dollars. And if the decisions you're making as a network are causing people to tune out or not invest at all, they're going to change their they're going to change their tactics. Um and maybe what we'll see is uh you know, cuz that that what that variety article talked about was what people, how people are reacting to what they're currently getting. It didn't really speak about what Netflix plan or what, you know, these various services plan to do about it. And that, that's what I'm interested to see how they react to this. Will they cut back on the number of original programs and, because you know, there is take a, less risk. There is a stupid amount of original programming. But yeah. we've talked about this before, too. Not everything's going to be Seinfeld. I mean, nothing's going to be Seinfeld anymore. But that level of a... There's going to be just like... You can have a mid-tier success. Should you be investing all of your money into it? No. Well, also remember, go back and watch that first season of Seinfeld... It was nothing special. No. It was fine. The only, the only reason it really stuck around was because it had champions at the network that liked yeah, it. They and saw. the ratings weren't that good either. And it wasn't until like season two, season three was when they really started cooking with gas. When it, but that was The Simpsons too. The first season of The yeah. Simpsons isn't anything special. Season two, it's much better. And season three is when it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause stu- but stuff also needs a minute. 
to like, okay, what works? What doesn't work? What can yeah, we do? Yeah, like we've talked about before. It's very rare to have like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine where like, right. bam, first episode. It's like, holy They've fuck. got the whole thing Everything just out. works. The writing's good. Yep. The cast all knows how to play it. It's That's hard. Very, very rare. It's it's almost like the strategy they've been going for is is to let's make 8 million shows... And if we make eight million shows, at least one of them one's gonna be good, but then is gonna have the be good from jump, <laughs> right? And then we can cancel that after three seasons, right? <laughs> I mean, there's there's so much stuff on Netflix. I'll get a text message saying, "Hey, have you watched this?" And I'm like, "Watch what? what the fuck you're talking about." That's the thing. Half the stuff you don't eat more than half. You don't even know it's fucking there unless no. someone yeah. tells you. No, if you if you go on Netflix and scroll, it's just all crap, and it all looks the same. <laughs> like, like if you start scrolling through categories, they all look like the same movie. Well, and this is the problem that I have. I need a little. We need a little variety. I don't want everything to look just homogenized mm-hmm. and just the same shit over and over and over and over again. It's okay. Maybe that's the thing that works. It's like, ooh, ooh, they did multiverses in this. They really like multiverses. It's all got to be multiverses. Now. Let's all do multiverses. No, we're no. That's not why that was. You need you need a telepath, a spy, and an assassin. It it's just. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes. But you see it in anime, though. You get these unique premises. Premises? Premises? Whatever. Premises, I believe. And it's like, okay, maybe this wouldn't work, but it's cute, it's fun, I'm enjoying myself. Hey, great! There is an amazing amount of stuff that w- just crazy works in anime. Well, we talked never about this last work episode, in actual too. TV. Yeah. But I, take a chance. You never know what's going to hit. I don't know. And like I said, not everything has to be... You know your prestige, ten million dollars an episode. Right. You can do stuff on a. Everything doesn't have to be The Last of Us. Exactly. Right. Which we did watch the first. Well, I had seen the first. Episode. Well, I thought you I thought Bob told episode. me you couldn't watch the first twenty minutes or something. He did say he had a hard time with that. Yes. Yeah. For oh, so you did watch it. You didn't fast forward through it. I heard it was on. I didn't fast forward through it, but once he got in the tr- once they got in the truck, I walked out of the room. Oh, I didn't realize that. Now, see, I watched it at a friend's house, curled in a corner, weeping quietly to myself. Because I got to make a spectacle, Alex. Spectacle must be made. Well, see, that's interesting to me because obviously you you both knew what was coming. That's why Bob walked out of the room and, you, you know, you cried even though you knew what was coming. And... I'm kind of amazed like that by that because I found it didn't really hit me because I knew what was coming. Can I tell you why? And it, well, it, it, obviously, I was gonna, I was gonna. <laughs> She's get upstairs. To this. Yeah. Well, and I was gonna get to this. Is th- is that why you know you cried and why you couldn't watch it, Bob? Because your parents. Is that why it hit you so hard? I think that's definitely a part of it. I also think. I mean, I'm also. I have played Final Fantasy multiple times. I cry every time. Spoilers for a thousand-year-old game. Eris dies. There's certain stuff I watch that I know exactly what is coming, and I will still cry watching it. Mm -hmm. I can watch Vegeta die both times, and my ass still gets teary. (laughs) 
Yeah. No, I get that. There's just some stuff that just hits. Is is that why you couldn't watch it though, Bob? Because you have a kid. Do you think that was the reason? Yeah, I yeah. mean, absolutely. I I mean, you. They also did a little bit too good of a job with the. Uh, I don't know if you heard it or if you just. But yeah, when she goes, that was like that was yeah. Come on, guys, <laughs> come on. That was yeah. No. I mean, you, you just sit there, and I think what what's so hard about that scene is that it, it really hits home on the point that there are it is possible for something to come up in a situation where you can't do anything about it. You are completely helpless. In 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 the the context of the show, it's obviously a you know it's it's a it's a fictitious situation that in such a dire you know uh, pandemic that like it, it's so far is it though? Well, no, it's it's not, and that's that's the kind of the crazy part about like anything it's one of those things that it's like there's no use worrying about like it like nuclear war and we, this this is this was a, a topic of conversation with the war with russia started like there are there are some scenarios out there that if they happen the world is over as we know it and so because and there's nothing we could do, mm-hmm. so there's no point in worrying about it. Um, but so and that's kind of like this situation in the show. Like, if that were if that particular fungi were to adapt to be able to survive in a human body, and it hit us, it's game over. It's game over. It's done. Yeah, I mean, the, there's just. There's no so there's no point in worrying about it. So so the that particular scenario is so kind of like out there but at the same time all you got to think about is like well what if you know what's going to happen what you know the everything that happened in that episode was really a or in that first twenty minutes was, was came about because of local panic and public panic and people reacting very quickly and rashly, and that is very real. Yeah, and like the idea. Like if something like that happened and we're, you know, we were just trying to get out of the urban area for whatever, any of a number of reasons, right? And we get knocked off the road. Something like that could happen and you're just, you're helpless. There's nothing you can do. And that is just something that's, you don't want to picture it. I don't want that visual in my head. I never like it, it's 
it's terrifying and you know i i didn't know that we've really talked about it on the podcast much but you know the 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 day she was born that night we were in sleeping in the other room they rushed into our room to ask us for consent to put her on a ventilator because she could not breathe. Like, she came very close to dying that night. Guess who doesn't remember that happened, and it's just first hearing about it here. I know I've told you that. I, I'm going to tell you something right now. I have blocked out. A lot. And I don't of, mean I, to get, like, all heady and weird on the podcast, but that first weekend Oh yeah, is not... I believe for you. my own mental health, yeah, does I not exist you. up here anymore. I it's it's gone. Yeah, not here. Can't deal with it. So the brain was like, "Hey, guess what, friend? We're just gonna forget this. We're just gonna purge all this. Even yeah. a lot of the NICU. Don't remember a lot of the NICU. Yeah. For the most part, I remember it being a fairly pleasant experience. No, it wasn't the case. So, and I was also drugged out of my mind that first night. So, I, yeah, but, so you, you had a super fun time watching the first episode of The Last of Us. It was really good. Yeah. Really fun. Oh, but, you know, Pedro Pascal, such a daddy. <laughs> we gotta lighten this up. We're getting heavy. We're getting heavy. I can feel the anuses clenching as we're talking. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll get back to being amusing and funny in a little while, folks. How you doing over there, Alex? Just doing swell. If you stand up, you going to take that chair with you? <laughs> Just doing swell. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about how I'm going to edit around this if I need to. Nah, you're good. Keep it all in. You're fine. But, uh, no, I think there's definitely... It's funny because I was talking to I have friends who've seen the whole show, and they were uh, uh, had mentioned that there was like a poll that they did back when the video game came out. And spoilers for the end of The Last of Us game and show. Uh, if you haven't watched, skip ahead a couple minutes. We'll put the timestamps in. Though it's the game's been out forever, and I think whatever, whatever, whatever. Spoilers. Uh, asking is are the actions at the end of uh, of the show and uh, the game well, justified. Yeah, you don't even have to spoil it. It's like that's that's it. Are our, our, our someone's actions justified? Well, and the f- like 50% of the people who weren't parents said no. Parents said 100% justified. And I was like, yeah. Thousand percent. That's not even a question. Yep. Well, cuz even if you're yeah, even if I you're don't know doing- if you agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Even even if you're doing something that's going to doom the majority, you know, most people are inherently selfish, right? And it's very it'd be very hard for someone to be so selfless to say I'm going to, you know, lose something so important to me for the good of others. Well, and I think there's a bigger discussion to be had maybe once we get to the end. I don't know, you do you still want to watch it? You watched the rest of the episode and you were okay, right? So this is this is an interesting conversation about whether or not um, I'm going to watch the rest of it. 
Um, so from what I hear, you're going to miss a masterful performance by Mr. Nick Offerman. I've, yes, I've heard this. Um, <laughs> you exist on the internet. You've heard this. Um, I've heard it from not the internet. But Ooh, from whom? Well, I, I anyway. think I think in terms of kind of what you've talked about, right, which is like you have trauma related to the birth of your daughter. And I don't think you're going to have any more issues from like the plot line going forward I, in that regard. I see. I, but you don't know what's going to poke you. That's like that. that's not my problem. Nope. Okay. That's not my problem. I, I mean, that 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 first 20 minutes was rough, but. You know, I watched the rest of the first episode and I was generally, you know, I was fine with it from that perspective. I think what, as I was watching it and, and granted, I'm aware that the first episode is very true to the game and that there are deviations or additions, you know, in subsequent episodes and that it's not exactly beat for beat for the rest of um the rest of the show um but what i what was start what was going through my head for a lot of the rest of the episode was i have i've experienced this story already sure and in told in a very good way mm-hmm. and i'm not sure that I need to, like, I need to, or want to. You feel you've experienced the Apex version of this story. Not necessarily even the Apex version. Because, I mean, I know, like, Pedro Pascal is doing, uh, as Joel is excellent. Even just from this first episode. Mm-hmm. And, and being able to, you know, there is something to be said about an acted version of it where... You don't have the in, you know the interruptions of gameplay. Sure. You know messing with it, it's it's just a, the pure story. Um. But what I think is, um, uh, what I think is, my point is, it's not necessarily the apex version of the story. It's just that I have seen this story, and this is a very. This is this is a depressing story this is an emotionally draining story and I just don't know that it is worth that cost to experience to experience it again I think that's valid do you need some happy shows I could recommend some happy shows spy family that's one it's 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 really cute (laughs) I'm probably going to watch the whole thing because, again, bring on the emotional damage. Well, and I apparently don't remember certain traumatic <laughs> things that happened during that period. Because, sure. again, good looking out, brain. Appreciate it. <laughs> I wonder if that's why I can't remember anything. Mm. Mm. Food for thought. Mm. I remember. Brain takes care of you, man. I rem- you know what I remember from that hospital? Did mozzarella sticks in the cafeteria. Of course he does. And every time I went down there, if they had mozzarella sticks... I got them. Bob was down there three times a day. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, well, everything fucking sucks. So, you know what? Cheese. Let me eat myself to death. <laughs> I think it was like, I'd get like a slice of pizza or two and the mozzarella sticks. 
like every hey, day. No judgments here. That was very much when, uh, like, if I ever have, I was thinking about this earlier for some reason, if I ever have the opportunity to meet, like, Matthew Mercer from Critical Role or something, I will 1,000% be like, listen, during one of the darkest periods of my life, your stupid show was like a shining light in the darkness for mm-hmm. me for that, what was the, like three month period. Right. Because I knew, hey, you know what? At least I've got the dumb D&D thing on Thursday nights. <laughs> Something to look, look for. Everything to. else is dog shit, but at least I know I'm going to go home, I'm going to make myself a pizza, and I'm going to stay up for entirely too late watching a bunch of idiots play D&D. And I'm going to have a it's good time D&D. doing it. Oh, so you you used to, like, have pizza with Critical Role. That doesn't happen anymore. We had Critical Pizza Thursdays, Alex. That's it was gone. an established that's, thing that we did for a though. while. But it's gone now. Oh. When we started uh, watching what we were eating, that was gone. Because it turns out Son of a you bitch. cannot eat a whole pizza yourself and expect to uh, lose weight. Oh. In general. Yeah. Interesting. That, uh, that was my health. That didn't work out for me. Could well, work out for some other people. If, if you ever need help, Erica, I will fall on. Hey, that we, we've sword. got we've got pizza date planned, Alex. Don't you worry. <laughs> don't you worry. It'll be all right. Um, no, but I think that's completely valid, though. Yeah, totally valid. And I was thinking about it in like the context of other shows. Breaking Bad is oh, we one talked of, about that not long ago. Yeah. Is is one of the best shows of uh, I've ever watched on television. <laughs> I will never go back and watch that again. I just remember sitting there after Ozymandias on the couch with you, staring at the screen, watching the credits, just being like, fuck, man. Let's go get some ice cream or something. <laughs> Jesus. Well, and that's why I was kind of like, remember I told you I watched the Chainsaw Man, which mm-hmm. has one season, and I was kind of like, man, I don't know if I want to watch this because this shit's kind of dark, (laughs) you know? And then I started watching, like, Spy Family and Love is War, and it's like, okay, this is more my lane. Well, this is the thing. Like, give it some joy. You need to, like, temper the the dark shit with some lighter crap. Yeah. Even The Wire. The Wire would be hard to go back and watch again. Yeah. Certain stuff from that. is bullshit. (laughs) What the fuck did I do? The fuck did oh, I McNulty. Do? Well, and it, see, that's the thing. Like, these shows that you know hit on very heavy topics. It's not that I. It's not that I don't want to watch a show that that has a heavy topic. That I'm like trying to avoid those kind of things in my life. Um, it. It's just not something I need to rewatch hey you know valid it's like, man completely valid so it's it's like that um the hbo show about um um i'll be gone in the dark i'll be gone in the dark oh yeah that was another one we had a we had a pause halfway through that because it was just like okay we need a break and in, in, in an excellent television show uh, it, one of the better documentaries. I mean, and it's it, just from it's a it's a fascinating story. Yes, it's a fucking depressing as hell story. Yes, super sad. That was another one. I had read the book. Um, in the afterward, it, so do you know the whole deal with that? No. 
So it's Patton Oswalt's uh, uh, wife. She was one of those like amateur kind of detective, yeah. If that, who was looking into the Golden State Killer, and ultimately, kind of her research and work kind of got ultimately helped find this guy. Though I don't think the California police would ever say that. But halfway through her kind of putting these dots together, she died. She took, like, accidentally... Was it an accidental overdose? Is that what it was? Yes. And she died. And, like, he found her, and it was a whole fucking thing. Uh, Ended up publishing... Because she was working on the book. Uh, Her research partner ended up publishing it posthumously. Posthumously? Posthumously. Posthumously. There it is. Posthumously. Posthumously. That's the phrase. Posthumously. Uh, And then HBO ended up making a documentary about it. Okay. And yeah, I think we got halfway through and he was like, nope, we got to stop. I need a break. I need a breather. Completely valid because it's heavy as shit Mm -hmm. with some, yeah, just just some pokes. But yeah, and, and sometimes it's like shit's depressing enough. And you want to watch some TV to be entertained or That's exactly. maybe have some, maybe have a break from reality and not be like, holy shit, this is soul crushing. Right. So that, that does, that does raise an interesting point because there's, there's validity in that, like that I don't, I, I do need that break. Right. And I want something lighthearted, which makes me think about. The situations of like where people will complain when a band gets political or like makes a statement on stage or a show does something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you get mad that Rage Against the Machine is political, um, <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> when did Rage get political? Day one. Uh, it was it was a requirement of joining the group. Like, are you are are you joking? Or are you just stupid? Yes. <laughs> the answer might surprise you. But I think that yeah, I mean I think from that perspective, I think there is some there is some level of validity to sometimes you just need something that you, you want escapist nonsense sure turn it off and you're not going to get hit with over the head with something out of nowhere or seemingly out of nowhere um you want to know what you can expect i think is the better way to look at it sure no i think that's that's valid um and speaking of The Last of Us, I'm very much looking forward to whenever, you know, it's HBO, so it's probably going to be years, but whenever season two comes out, since they did jam all of the first game into season one, right? So you're assuming the second the second season is going to be the second game, and, you know, I don't know if you're playing on ever playing the second game, but... I had, it has been spoiled for me. I know. I know the big thing. We won't say what it is here. But um, it was spoiled for I'm me. I'm very interested to see people's reactions and, uh, you know, who's going to get cast in certain roles. It's going to be it's going to be something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be it's going to be something. Well, I will say Miss Bailey was there in that final episode. She was? She was in the one of the hospital scenes. 
Oh. She was all like PPE'd up, but she is there. Oh, interesting. I'm, uh, yeah, because she killed it in the second game. Well, she's like so yeah. good. Well, you have your go tos, right? I mean, in, in like video game land, right? You have your Laura Bailey's, uh, Troy Baker, Jennifer Hale, uh, Nolan North. I mean, they're in fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for and, good reason. They're good. They're very and, good. And, and I've enjoyed, I mean, I've enjoyed Pedro as Joel. I mean, to me, Troy Baker really did just nail it as Joel. Um, and I don't need to blow any smoke up Troy Baker's ass because he likes to sing his own praises to the nth degree. <laughs> but he's great as Joel in both games. And, you know, it's like, it's tough. I think it's it's always hard to re to kind of rewatch something, right? Because I've already experienced it. That's fair. Um, but what I I mean, I've seen like half the season, and what I watched, I enjoyed. I just haven't gotten around to watching the second half of the season. No, and I'm sure there's multiple other points that I'm. I've I've also become an enormous crybaby. <laughs> so stuff. Well, you know, I'll be sitting. It'll, it's like Seinfeld again. I'll be sitting here. It'll be like, what what is this salty discharge like? Now. Now I want to watch the first first episode of The Witch from Mercury with you, Pam. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we'll see. Well, okay. there's nothing wrong with curating your experience, Bob. Yeah, you tried it. Not gonna be for me. I've seen it already. I'm good. I saw um, Resident Evil Four is reviewing extremely well. Comes out one week from today, I believe. I mean, I'm going to be gone that that weekend, but then the following weekend, I posit that we do Pizza Date, and then we we play Resident Evil for a remake. Sure. We also have to find time to watch uh, Street Fighter. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Which I did. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. I think it's on Netflix, though, isn't it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But yeah, but uh, I saw it was like all tens and shit. You know, a lot of like nines and tens. So I think people are very happy. Some stuff did get cut. I read. What they cut? Um. So at least in the base game, there's no Ada campaign. Okay. Um. I don't know if there's any Ada sections at all because I've been trying to avoid stuff. But I know, like, assignment Ada and separate ways are eliminated. And the truth is, really, I mean, both of those campaigns were basically replaying stuff from the game. I mean, I'm not going to weep over that not being in there. And maybe they'll re-add that stuff It'll later. end up being DLC, let's be real. Um, you know, I think, like, um, I think I read, like, the U2 boss fight or whatever got eliminated. I think that's the one where, like, you're on, like, it's like you're in the crates and you're running around, like, hitting buttons while the boss chases you around. I don't know if you remember that fight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one's kind of a pain And obviously, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any QTEs. So, like, the running away from boulder shit, I think, has been eliminated. So, there's, like, stuff like that that's been Oh, the running away from boulders. (laughs) I know, but they didn't. No, I know, I know. There's just such a charm to that that original game. You know what's funny is when I played Resident Evil 4 again recently, <laughs> I had just, like, forgotten that there were all these QTEs throughout the game. Oh, no, they're like, so yeah. So there's a fucking cutscene right at the start of the game, and I put the controller down, Fool. and all of a sudden the QTEs going, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go careening off the cliff. Fuck. <laughs> um, 
outstanding. But yeah, no, it looks it looks great. Um, maybe I'll play. You're not gonna play. You've never played four, right? No, I've never played any. any. Now here's the question for you, Erica, because the they've, they've you. remade, they've done a full blown like third person remake of two, three, and four now. Mm-hmm. Now one got remade a long time ago, if you remember that. I have, I've played that version of but it. But that's like, uh, that's... kind of like just a graphical sure. uplift. Sure. They didn't like. Which I I did enjoy it, though. Now, if you're Capcom, do you go back and do a full-fledged new remake of one like they've they've done with 2, 3, and 4? Or do you do 5? Or do you do, like, Code Veronica? Honestly, I think you do Code Veronica. Because that was on the Dreamcast, right? Yeah, but that's also, like, one of the least popular ones. So that's more of a risky remake in terms of recouping your financial investment. If you can, you know, revamp it. Modernize it. Modernize it. And it's a game that, I mean, I think I played a little bit of it. I definitely didn't finish it. Because it was, like, a rental-type situation, if memory serves. But, you know, why not? I wonder if they're ever going to do five. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like the sections of five where you're going through like villages, killing like people in all these like uh, tribal outfits and shit. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just Oops. thinking like they might want to change some things up. I, I only know. played a little bit of five and I just, I remember sitting there and being like, I'd rather be playing four. It's really fun if you play co-op. Like if you and I played a co-op, I think you'd enjoy it. But, yeah, I never got past, like, because I think that was a rental situation, too. I don't know that I ever bought it. And then I heard six was a little bit of nonsense. Six sucked. So I didn't bother. Six sucked. And then I played, because seven was the one with the hillbillies in the swamp. I did play that, and I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, and that doesn't need a remake. I mean, that just came out. No, no, no. You're getting to, like, stuff that hasn't, yeah, that doesn't need a remake until. Hey, on the upside, now that in canon, Jill isn't aging, we could have another mainline RE game with Jill as the lead. Why not? Why not? Let's that, go. Did I tell you about that, Bob? No. So She breathes through her skin. No, no, it's not that. It's not that situation. So um, there's some new Resident Evil animated movie coming out soon, and I don't, okay. it's probably going to be terrible because they're all bad. But... I don't remember that first one being horrific. Which first one? It's a long time. You talking about the original live action movie? No, 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 no. It was animated, and it was Leon in there. Leon. Leon. Leon, help! Help! Um, they better this have is... gotten rid of that shit, man. No, man, you gotta keep that shit in. There should at least be an option for you to have that on. Um, <laughs> in the options menu, it's just like annoying Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally yes, thousand percent yes. I think it was a Netflix exclusive. I, I don't know. This is at least 10 remember. years ago. I have no idea. So, you know, all these Resident Evil games have been going forever. And the main characters are like Leon, Jill, Leon! Chris, Claire. Mm-hmm. These are kind of like the four mains. You have Wesker. Anyone else you can kind of consider like a main character? Would you say Ada? Yeah, Ada. Ada's always around. Ada in there, yeah. Yeah. So, Ada. but but Jill's sort of like the lead, like badass woman, right? Sure. And 
at some point something happened she was infected with some variant of the virus i don't fucking know so anyways i can't follow all the you know japanese storytelling come on they're not even these games are not even trying they're not trying (laughs) but um, they're like you're paying attention there's some animated movie coming out and this supposed to be like set beyond all these resident evil games so in these in this movie like they're all in their 40s or something jill's supposed to be like 43 or something like that but she looks like she does in resident evil 3 remake like they probably just pulled the character model and reused it sure um so people are like why does she look the same well so it turns out because she was infected with the virus it has significantly slowed down her aging so she can be hot forever so 43 year old jill looks like 25 year old jill so earlier we were talking about how erica has blocked some things from her memory (laughs) We have talked about this. I had intentionally pushed it out because it was so dumb. Oh, that's your that's your brain protecting you, but it's it's from Resident Evil lore. So yeah. <laughs> I can't remember anything that actually matters, but stupid shit, I've got mm. it forever. See, that's that's also a problem that I have. <laughs> you know, you know when we talked about this, it's flooding back to me. <laughs> we we had lunch at Panda Express. It's all mm. coming mm. back to me now. I got a question for you. Now, we got to eliminate the local chains, like your Bonas or your Portillo's, shit like uh, that. Finally, a topic that I love. What is your favorite national uh, fast food place? Ooh. There was a time I would have 1,000% said Wendy's. It's not what it once was. It isn't. No. Uh, national favorite fast food chain. I think I might have to go Burger King. Really? I gotta have Burger King. I don't know. I haven't had it in so long, but we just I, had a good streak there where Burger King was close to the house. So if we ever wanted fast you, food, you well, guys love. It's like distance is a big convenience thing for, is huge for us. For yes. you guys, yes, distance is a is, major that is factor. Key. I'm gonna. Uh, I. Uh, but like, yeah. Let me. Let me give this a think. Because what? Okay, so let's let's name them. Okay, so we've got McDonald's. We have Burger King. We have Wendy's. Wendy's. We have Taco Bell. I was going to say Taco Bell. Um, Arby's, Panda Express. Uh, what what else is there? Would you throw in the like Subway? Subway. Uh, Jersey you throw, Mike's? You could throw in Jersey Mike's. Yeah, I think that's pretty much nation, nationwide, well, what's right? The other one? Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's is pretty good. Jersey Mike's blows Jimmy John's and Jersey and uh, I haven't Subway had either in years. Yeah, Jersey Mike's is way better it's than the other two. It's been a not even, hot It's minute. not even close. What about what about pizza joints? So pizza. That's hut. not. But that's not fast food. Isn't it though? No. Okay. Well, then let's define fast food. What is what is fast? Food? You know what fast food is. I think Domino's is fast food. That's not fast food. There's no drive-through. He's needing a drive-through. Okay. So, okay. Would you throw Panera in there then? Because Panera know. has a drive-through. Panera I does guess, have a drive-through. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Woo, that's, that's fair. New contender. That's then. fair. If you can pull up to the window, order, and you can have it within like. Okay, so so your your definition is you have to, it has to be a chain which is which regularly has a drive through. 
Does Pizza Hut have drive-through? I don't think. Yes, there is actually a Pizza Hut that has a drive-through on Route 59 over in Naperville. Because I feel like, and this is again, I have not had Pizza Hut, and I could not tell you how long. They used to have those little personal dudes. I feel like you could pull up. Little Caesars is Little Caesars has the five dollar hot and ready. You can walk in, get a pizza, and walk out. Does that qualify? Little Caesars is fast food. I'm happy to let that qualify because there's no way Bob's picking Little Caesars. Probably not. <laughs> no. Other question. If he does, I'm gonna smack him. Starbucks. No, that's not fast food. That's no? a coffee place. But they've That's got different. they've got Sonic food. Oh, Sonic! Ooh, Dairy Queen, another contender. Um, let's see. Uh, Chick Fil A, nah. Chipotle, mm-hmm. Jack in the Box. I don't know. That, I think I had Jack in the Box once when I was Ch- not Chipotle's impressed. Chipotle's pretty good. Chipotle's pretty solid. But are we gonna call that fast food though? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. If okay. Jersey Mike's is fast food, then okay, Chipotle okay, is that's fast fair food, because you're, they're both basically the same, and they're thing. moving you along pretty quickly. Yeah, you get line. you can okay, get out of okay. there quick. Sure, 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 sure. I need a visual. What else are we missing? Um, Noodles and Company. Well, Bob, give it, give us. Give oh, no, us you got to sit. That takes a minute. Okay, Noodles if you guys company. in your mind, based on what we what off what we've heard, have you whittled it down to three? Is let's Five say. Guys fast food? Yes. You wait longer for. For uh, I would say a five burger guys. at Five it's Guys, right, it's right on the borderline, but it's fast food. Then I would say Noodles and Company is fast food as well. I can't even. I haven't had noodles. I would agree with you. And, and potentially so Nando's. But yeah, potentially, yeah. Though I would argue that's more of a fast casual. I would as like a like yeah. a uh, uh, Woody. Oh, Steak and Shake. Though you do usually have to wait um, a little while, but there shake. is a drive-through. Well, um, yeah. Well, I let me put it this way: steak and shake is fast food. It is not my favorite. No. <laughs> um, I. Uh, but we know, got some options. You got options. I know my number one. Okay, I'm what's curious. your number one? What well, do you like to start at three, or do you have a hard time whittling that down? I think it just has to be a loosey goosey discussion. I I mean, um, I think I can come up with an order. On my top three. On in order, huh? Yeah. Oh, I think so. I mean if I sat down and, and did it enough, I could come up with an order. I mean, I would say Oh, if we had like a homework assignment. They're for all next now episode. in this in this scenario. Well, this is how you get to see me a fourth day in a row, Erica, if you need to try certain <laughs> types of food. But um, no, that, that was just a, for me to think about. It. I'm not gonna be like, oh, let me hit all yeah. of these fast food <laughs> no, places. I know. But um, what was I gonna say? Shit. Oh yeah. It's now I know. Like I said, I know for you guys, distance is a big factor. So, I when you think of these in your mind, they're all next door to you. Like they're all oh, no, equally but, like, accessible. If you, most of the stuff that we've said. Ain't far from us. Sure, sure, but I know, like Bob, you know your f- former favorite pizza place, Rosati's. Yeah, they're all in that spot. Every single one of them exists in that spot. For the sake of this, okay. Um, I uh, what I, I just thought of, um, but it does not count because it's not national pot belly. 
Um, oh, yeah, Potbelly. I haven't had that in forever. It's been a minute, but I, I remember Potbelly being anymore. good. But honestly, if Panera's in there, Panera's close to the top. You know when I liked Potbelly? They had like each day. I don't know if they even do this anymore because I haven't gone to one in forever. The one that had to drive through, I don't I don't whatever. I don't actually it's still there now that I think about it. But it's like each day they had a different soup. Right? And they had I don't know if they still do this or not, but they had a day where they had chicken noodle mm-hmm. and goddamn that that sandwich with that chicken noodle salad. That was a winner. Oh, we're not oh you, your Popeyes, KFC. Sure. Gotta throw those in. Yep. Sure. So here here's ones that are on in my in no particular order, I'll save my number one because I know what my number one is. Um, just the top of the your ride or die. My 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 top of the list here. Um, Taco Bell, Chipotle, Arby's, Jersey Mike's, Panera, Sonic, and Burger King. But my number one, my absolute number one. McDonald's. What do you get at McDonald's? I'm gonna say I'm gonna need you to explain McDonald's to me. I've I've just got a very a very like deep love and appreciation for McDonald's that has been there my whole life. Like McDonald's is always my no, like but what's the order? I've driven past it, it's there. Or I will say their breakfast. Like the, that's the, a different situation. That's different. Yeah. I'm thinking more from a lunch and dinner perspective. The freaking sausage McMuffin and shit like that is like incredible. With the hash brown and an orange juice. <laughs> like it's not even a competition. Uh, I think Panera's close to the top for me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw Burger King in there. Um, I'll throw Sonic. Um, if it was National In and Out, but it is not National. I didn't see what the so special about in and out it's nothing special i didn't think so either there was a time wendy's would be in there i just don't know that i can throw wendy's in there anymore what, I, so okay what's the order at, at mcdonald's i need to know what are you getting i just think the burger because if you so no, much hold better. on a second if you say you get a burger after all the time you have shit on portillo's burger uh-huh. which like blows the mcdonald's burger out of the water i'm not even pretending like the portillo's burger is anything special but compared to the mcdonald's burger yeah God but damn. does does a, a portillo's burger cost a buck 50 does it still cost a buck 50 at mcdonald's well you can get the two for three dollar meal where you get mm-hmm. a mcdouble and a small fry no, for three dollars look at that Cost effectiveness, Alex. Cost effectiveness. And listen, here, I, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and try to claim that McDonald's is like this culinary experience. Well, none of these are. Oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna throw Popeyes in mine too. I really like Popeye's chicken. But Alex is having a conniption fit over but, here. I mean And it's pretty great. Just there's there's a certain level of comfort to McDonald's. I know exact. I'm never gonna get a bad meal at McDonald's. You're never gonna get a good one either. Alex, I disagree. What's your order? I want to hear. What your I disagree. Order is. I think. The, what do you got? I think the McDouble or the the you know or if you're feeling really uh, fancy, spicy. <laughs> you can get the double cheeseburger. A double cheeseburger and a fry for McDonald's. That's a decent lunch. 
Yes. Does it have enough sodium in it to kill a cow? Absolutely. Oh, we're, not, we're not discussing health. But <laughs> it's not. That I is like no, that. That is no place here. Alex, and what, what fast food place on of, of the whole pantheon has is like the breakfast that McDonald's has and has lunch. Nowhere has as good a breakfast. I'm not comparing. Breakfast is like a different topic. No, it's not. It's part of it. They're open the same restaurant. No, I'll go there for breakfast. Different place. I like. I also like the chicken nuggets. McDonald's chicken nuggets are the best. They do have a good chicken. They're nugget. good. I should. You know, from now it's like. You know what happens? Like once every blue moon, I'll go there. I'll get the chicken nuggets and I'll love them, and then I'll forget. Oh, they have chicken nuggets. Like I just suddenly like. It escapes my mind. That is my usual. If I'm going there, I will normally get the chicken nuggets. I do like the McCrispy. That's their chicken sandwich. That's good. You know what I'm learning? Bob spends a lot of time at McDonald's. (laughs) Hey, if you use their app, you get some really good deals. It's the dollar soda. That's why he goes. It's the dollar soda. Alex, what do you got? I figured it out. What do you got? That's why it's the number one. I think I'm I'm more iffy on like my number three. I think like I'd put like a tie between like Chipotle and Arby's as my number three. We both have Arby's ranked entirely too high, but continue. Nah, man, Ugh. that fake cheese could kill a cow. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good, thanks. Oh, hey, the new since they changed they changed to using uh, fresh meat. The <laughs> <laughs> the quarter pounder, that's a good sandwich. <laughs> we're using fresh meat now. <laughs> what were they using before? It's frozen. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Alex, I, I actually had a different ranking the last time I thought about this, but I forgot about one place. So I think my number two would be Panda Express. And I'll tell you, I've never literally never had anything in there other than white rice with double orange chicken but whatever works alex that double orange chicken is the best it's working for this, you That's what matters. i love about this is panda is literally the only place we ever go where alex orders more food than i do because i get the bowl which is just a single serving of orange chicken on top of a smaller thing of rice only play everywhere else I'm usually ordering like an extra appetizer or like a plate big enough to feed four people. And Alex is getting something reasonably sized. Panda though? Nope. What's your number one, dear? You know what's hilarious? I noticed this because his receipt was sitting in front of me last time. He gets like half as much food as I do at Panda Express and pays like $1 less. It was $2 less. (laughs) It's like ridiculous. It's so stupid. Now, I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm saying the pricing doesn't no, make yeah, any yeah. sense. But I think my number one would be Jersey Mike's. Okay. That Italian sub at Jersey Mike's. And now I discovered last time they have a chocolate chip cookie that's really good, too. Oh, uh, okay. So those two things combined? I feel like in my travels, uh, uh, when I'm uh, running errands at some point over the next couple weeks, probably before, well, try before the next podcast, I will try to get to Jersey Mike's. The, the, the Italian of Jersey Mike's is really Because I think I've only had it once or twice. I remember it being good, but it's just, it's also been probably five, six yeah, years. Yeah, you got to get it like Mike's way. They'll dump like three pounds of vinegar and shit on there. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. I like my sandwiches swimming. Oh, this is swimming. 
Like just like if you're gonna go to Portillo's and get me a beef and that bread is not falling apart, it is not wet enough. Thank you. See, I thought I said Bob dip, didn't even dip. Me- Bob didn't even mention Panda Express in like his top thirty. And I think Bob likes Panda Express. I do. He does. Yeah. I think Panda Panda is like a great lunch. The it so I started going to Panda Express when I was working downtown and I was looking for something different because I, I I only I didn't have Panda Express until just a couple years ago. Um and then there was one day I was just like, I'm tired of going to the cafeteria and getting the same thing. I just want something different. And someone was like, you, you, you go to Panda? And I was like, okay, I'll give I it a try. Go to Panda. You know what I have a preference towards? Fast food places where you dispense the soda. Because then you can get more. Like yeah. that's it's just that simple. I like places where oh, you like, feel like you're getting a better deal. Yeah, exactly. You're not getting fucked quite as bad as you're on your three dollar soda for like <laughs> ten ounces of soda. Exactly. Because then you can control the amount of ice you're getting as well. Oh God! Well, I love when I tell them easy ice, and then they still fill half the cup. It's like uh-huh. no, no, no. Try again. Quarter no, cup, no. please. Thanks. Um. No. Yeah. So panda panda is a good line. It's like. I don't think Panda's ever my first choice, but when it's like when it, when I'm in the mood for it, it's like yes, this is perfect. I wish I wouldn't have to take out a second mortgage to go to Five Guys because I do really like their burgers. It would definitely rank higher if it wasn't so ridiculously expensive. Yeah. I um See, what we should do is we could get Jersey Mike's before the podcast or something sometime because they have that thing where after five, the one giant sub is like, the first giant sub's like $45, but the second one's $5. Does, okay. does, is getting a good deal like the most exciting thing to you? No. I mean, he is from the Midwest. It is just it kind makes of. Sense, it's not. Right? It's not a good deal. It's, I didn't say it was a good deal. It's ingrained in us mm-hmm. that if you get any kind of like a deal, dude, it's I go exciting. to I go to Portillo's. I'm not worried about a good deal. <laughs> you know, Alex, did you when you went to Portillo's tonight? Did, did you go inside? No, because I have your gift card. Oh. oh, there's a way around your 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 problem, Alex. But it's it's, it's kind of like you this could, is because this is because the gift cards were like, oh, you buy X amount, they cost you less than they should, type of thing. It, if I'm just buying a fifty dollar gift card for fifty dollars, then that's the same difference. But, but so it's, oh, I bought a fifty dollar gift card or for forty dollars, right? Something it was something like, like that. that. Sure. But a I good mean, deal, if you will. One one, you know, once. Like every couple months, you go in, you get a hundred dollar gift card, and then you can go through the drive through for the next couple months. Nah, I mean, I'm I'm just trying to look out for you here and and help you. I'll just go to Panda Express. You know, it's fair. <laughs> um, no, but it's something like Chipotle is the, honestly the reason I don't ever really go there is they don't have a drive-through, and I just kind of don't always feel like fucking going in there and standing there for fucking three minutes while they play with the food and everything. I don't. No, it's it's a it's a matter of oh I have to go deal with like more people. Oh, well, yeah. and then it's like the same thing with Jersey Mike's. Honestly, you go in there, 
you get the person who wants to be chatty it's like man i get it i don't like like they're just, telling you to be chat they do that at trader joe's too, i know though, the store like, where they're I, like oh like the last time i was there they're like ask like they clearly told everybody ask what their uh, uh st patrick's day plans were this guy asks me i'm looking all disheveled i'm like dude i don't have thank you for so, asking but i don't have plans and see bob likes i bet you if they get chatty with bob bob's happy see i'm an introvert i don't want to be chatty i see what what i don't like is when they're they're rushing i don't like being rushed and i you know they've got a line whatever i don't, I don't li- like feeling rushed no they could be rushing but i don't like being made to feel rushed yes if that makes sense and it's like they'll or, or and you know these people they they they're all and, and granted they're probably used to people like understanding how shit works mm-hmm. um because it's mostly return business right sure but it was like when we went like two weeks ago whenever that was and you know he's just throwing words out at me and i'm like i go to jersey mike's once like a quarter century like i hold on what do you mean and and he's he you get the look of like how do you not know what i'm asking you like do you want this bread or this bread i was like well i didn't know that you're right because I don't come here very often. You know what I will take chattiness, Alex, is if I have some sort of nerd regalia on, and they're mm. like, it's like, okay. Well, if, if someone is showing interest in something, that's one thing. But when it's just like they're... The inane, like, it's I've been bullshit. told to make chat, so I'm going yeah. to make chat. My favorite instance not down. of, like, nerdery. Was I was coming up for it was a reservation at uh, I think Cafe Barberita in the city. I walked up, talking to the the hostess, look at her shoulder, and I'm looking and I'm like, is that the meteor from the Final Fantasy VII logo? And she gets this big smile on her face and she's like, Why, yes, yes, it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. I have an important question. What is your important question? My is love? um is nerd regalia your three-star goku uniform <laughs> yes yes okay. it is it's my nerd regalia <laughs> mark two throwing it back wow bob remembers an anime you remembered a thing touched no but if there's certain stuff i do want to watch bob play resident evil 4 though and get eaten we gotta make that happen if i'm out in the wild i still got that streaming card somewhere oh god you can dig that shit out and, like, I was at Trader Joe's once and somebody had, like, a Critical Role hoodie Time to on. upgrade the PC, Bob. If I happen to wander past them while I'm shopping, I will, like, lean over and be like, nice hoodie. Because you're wearing it for people sure. to say something. That's different. I remember, I remember, oh, it was like when Bob and I went to the auto show that one time and I saw someone with a Bullet Club shirt. And I was just like, what a weird place to wear a Bullet Club shirt. <laughs> I was, I think it was... It was a couple months before All In, I was at Combo Breaker with Leela. So this is a while ago. Yes. And a bunch of people had Bullet Club shirts on. And I had made the the supremely dorky decision. Everyone that I see in a Bullet Club t-shirt, I'm going to ask you to two-sweet me. You should be appreciative of that because that's a thing that they do. Sure. And everyone did it and they were happy to do it. So I was at the gym the other night and 
uh, it was pretty late. There weren't many people left in the gym. And somebody wa- was in there, and I saw him walking at me, and I could very clearly see they were wearing a Chicago Marathon shirt. And I just turned to him, you know, as he's passing me, I'm like, hey, nice shirt. And Did you get the stink guy? Oh, definitely got the stink guy. Like, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. You're wearing yeah, you're wearing it for people to be like, ooh, you're wearing the marathon. I don't like that. That bothers me. Because it's like, no, you're wearing a thing that other people know about. Why'd you get the stink guy, though? That's weird. People are assholes. Well, yeah. Okay. I probably run farther That's than him anyways. Wow. <laughs> Right. Well, he's good. run a marathon. Well, good Has he run an ultra? for you. Oh, good <laughs> for you. We haven't brought that up in about twenty episodes. I felt it was required. I love, I love Christian Bale. But you, you know, know, you know who doesn't act in real life? I bet you is Christian Braille. <laughs> Christian Braille. Braille. Like Christian Braille. Yeah, Christian blind, Braille is his non-union Mexican, Mexican equivalent. <laughs> the blind Christian Bale is Christian Bale. Braille. I can't even say it. Words. I bet you Christian Bale. There you go. And Russell Crowe oh, are just ultra real in person. Yeah, because they're, yeah, they're too unhinged they're to control it. Yeah, I don't think they can act in person. I think they have to be paid a lot of money to pull it together. <laughs> you know what? What I've come to kind of realize about like when I a lot of the reason why like I don't like talking to people on the phone or like I hate talking to I, I I I get like weird anxiety about like filling out an order. And it is, is, I think this is a lot of the reason why I like, I like ordering food online or like if I'm at a restaurant or somewhere where like uh, they give you a piece of paper and you fill out what you want and then you put it on the counter. I love that because it gives me space to, are there many places that do that? Not a lot. I was going to say the cheese place that I go to does that when you order the cheese plate, they Mm -hmm. just give you the order form. Yep. You fill it out, which is kind of nice that. because it's like there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. I I love that, but not I was a lot of places. Say, I don't do think it. like anywhere really does that. Yeah, last place uh, I know that did it, I uh, was at that did it was uh, the cafeteria at our um, See, campus in I'd Carolina. I love to do that. Like a place like Chipotle should have that because you walk up to the counter, they want to ask you forty five fucking questions. Let me just hand you a slip with exactly what I want, and let's skip all this bullshit. You could just order on the app. No, don't want to order on the app. Mm, well. Cold hard cash. That's what I want to use. Yeah. But what what I have, what I've come to realize about myself, and it's it's all I it, it this also talks a lot about why I'm a very slow reader. Is it? is it just takes me a long time to process language. So like if, if you, if you say something to me a lot of times, and this happens a lot at work too, where like someone will say something and then I've got to, I've, I've actually got to sit there and pause for a moment and let everything that they just said, process before I can react to it. It could take a couple seconds. So when that when I'm in a situation like I'm at somewhere ordering food 
and they're especially like at a busy time and they're really trying to rush you through like that just drives me insane because I can't move that fast. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's why I I like ordering on an app or through a website. And I don't, you know, it's just it, it gives me the time I need to decide what I want and not feel rushed. I just don't like talking to people. <laughs> well, there's that too. So. I mean. It was always fun because there was definitely like places like you would have to call and they'd be like, well, I'm not calling. I'm like, I'm not calling either. So I guess we're not ordering out. <laughs> All right. I always fell. Goddamn right you did. <laughs> I wanted that pizza. <laughs> That's usually what it came down to. <laughs> Who wanted it more? <laughs> you know, speaking of that restaurant chain or, or that particular franchise that will go unnamed, even though you mentioned it earlier, um, that's one of the problems I had with them is that their uh, their website is terrible. And I don't think you could order online. Could you? you could, but it was really difficult to find because it, it wasn't like properly listed uh, on the internet. Um, you know, so once you found it, if you bookmarked it, you'd be fine. fine. But it would, it, you know, it, it was tough to find. And then. All the pricing on the app or on the website was always more than if you just called it in. So it was like, well, fine, then I'm going to call it in, but this is horseshit. <laughs> now, did you ever order it off the website anyway? No. Yeah, I don't know that we ever ordered. I think I, I think I did once, and then I realized how much more expensive it was to order off the app. Mm-hmm. And I said, nope, not going to do that again. But it, so this drives me nuts. Like if then why even have the app? Like convenience. Like, aren't you paying to have the app? That's why it's more expensive. Well, yeah, but like I guarantee you not everybody is thinking about it as deeply as you're thinking about it either. Well, I'm just thinking about like if you've got to pay to have the app. Are like are they paying? Do they pay a percentage of of the like? I know like if you if you sell on like Grubhub or something like that, yeah, Grubhub gets a a percentage. Sure, but I didn't, and maybe that's the way their website is too. Maybe there's just a percentage. That's actually, I remember, um, because someone we know used to work at Grubhub. Like, and that was always a big deal. Like, I don't think it's illegal, but it was like part of their terms of service that your pricing could not be different on Grubhub, even though all the restaurants do it anyways. Hmm. But anyways, sorry, I'm going down a rabbit hole of being mad at this one restaurant, (laughs) this personal vendetta I have. This is why he stopped eating pizza. Just because the most the most convenient place is closed off in his mind, and he doesn't want to drive five minutes further, so therefore, no pizza. That's not true. I know. I'm kidding. That's not true. I like Jets. Jets isn't far. 
That's true. I like Capri. Yeah. And Capri, you can get a slice. Their slices are very good. Their slices are big and enormous. Yeah. They are the size of the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I mean, there's, um, um, what's the name? Uh, Gianorios. You hate that place. I don't hate that place. Don't even start. Oh, the cheese adhesion. Are we going down this rabbit hole? It just wasn't good. That was like my one criticism. was like, you know. It is funny you mentioned denarios because I was thinking when you were talking about payment processing how when when you go in there and they they don't adjust the prices or anything, but they actually have a sign that's like, we prefer cash. Just because, um, I guess, you know, so the credit card company doesn't get a portion or whatever. Oh, well, yeah, because there's a percentage off of Um, every uh, credit card transaction. But they don't charge more if you use a credit card. They can't. If they did, Visa would shut them down. So that's, and that's one. So this this is the funny thing about that. People will fuck with Grubhub and play around with Grubhub's terms of service all you want. No, nobody, not, no, not Visa. Nobody fucks with the credit card companies. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, nope. death. That yeah. is that is instant death. Because they and, and Visa don't fuck around. They Power catch wind kill. of it. Your ass done. Yeah, it's amazing. They control the money. Yeah. Do we have any other topics in mind before I go into my topic, the last topic? Oh, I don't think so. I'm curious what your last topic is. But hold on. I have a vague idea. You sure do. Let me see. Um, hey, the Cybertruck is going to change everyone's daily life. <laughs> did you show this to Erica? I did not. I did not. We were just talking about how the, the Cybertruck sucks, too. Oh, uh, it's so fucking ugly. So um, I told you about that um, earlier. I was talking about like that website um, that was started up by the former Jalopnik people. Yeah. Because fuck anything to do with Gawker Media. But we were talking about, I think when we were driving back from the city last weekend, how the Cybertruck sucks in relation to there being a so electric I, F-150 now. I watched, um, so this is funny timing. I forgot about that. So we- That was pretty good chat. It was a good chat. Um, it, so there was this video I watched recently. Not good enough to remember. Well, when she- he mentioned it, it. I didn't. I remember. <laughs> so, there, um, I watch this uh, this YouTube channel um, that's uh, it's called Wendover Productions, um, and he's got a separate channel called Half is Interesting. And so, like the stuff he puts on Wendover is usually like long for like twenty minutes or more, um, and then the stuff that's Half is Interesting are like five or six minute videos. The the videos are good. He just very very much wants to be as funny as the defunct land guy, and he isn't. He's not. Hmm. He tries, and it always falls. But flat. it's good. It's good. You know, they're informative videos. They are. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the the Wendover stuff, he doesn't try and be funny as much. No, it's the half as interesting yeah. that he does, and it's like let's just not. Yeah, do. it's like yeah, come just on, buddy. Let's let's not. So this this thing on Tesla was um was one of his Wendover videos, and. It was really interesting because the point that he made is that Tesla had this huge head start and they have completely blown it. Um, and, 
you, you know, they, they've spent years just shitting on their customers, missing deliveries, being late, poor build quality. You've never, have you listened to the It's Always Sunny podcast? No. Glenn has a whole story on there and it's hysterical about he has a Tesla and he parked it in a garage and was like, okay, I'll come get it later. And then he tried to come get it and the Wi-Fi wouldn't reach the car. So he could not get into his car. <laughs> and he's telling it because he's he's he is just Dennis. So he's telling it and getting so rageful while he's telling the story. It's hysterical. Well, I need that link. I, I've got to. I've got to go listen to that too. Yeah, I'll. I'll see if I can. Find I've got it for a, you. another story of somebody um, I know through running, who was driving home t- to Denver, and from California, I believe, in his Tesla, and he got to a supercharger station in Western Colorado, and it wouldn't. The supercharger wouldn't work for him, and it was a. Pro- it turns out it's a problem with his car. Not with the supercharger. But still. But still, like, and so he's stuck there, and he called Tesla support, and they basically told him, well, that sucks for you, and hung up. So he ended up, he was in a really shitty position because it was also, like, very cold. It's middle of winter in Colorado. It's ski season. There's no hotels with rooms. So he was, like, in this situation of he's plugged into a 120 volt, uh, outlet and charging extremely slowly um, and like having to like and trying to like turn the car off for long enough that it charges but then still trying to keep war- it's, it was like this total nightmare shit scenario show. Yeah, shit show so Tesla like you know he he hasn't said whether or not he plans to really do anything about it, but he he sounded very dumb with Tesla. Yeah, Buy another Tesla, but that's and that's that's where we're at. I know another person through running um, who has a Model X, right? That's the is that the SUV, the SUV, um, who has an order now for uh, one of those Rivians, um. And has told me he's thinking of getting rid of the Model X and getting a second Rivian once he gets the first one. You know, people are just like, like Tesla has not figured out that reliability matters to people when they're spending this kind of money for something that they need to get from place a to place b car needs to be reliable right and and it's one thing when you're the new kid on the block and you're kind of ahead of the curve in certain ways yep people are more accepting of issues yeah but when other people when other companies catch up or you've been around a while there's an expectation of hey you got to like pull your shit together and be a stable platform well and that was a, a big part of the video was that look Oh, the big three and beyond the big three have electric cars in production. You can get a Chevy Bolt for under 30 grand. You can't park it under Soldier Field. But they're literally. But it's a Chevy, Bob. Yeah, no, I wouldn't buy it. They had specific signs. They do not allow Chevy Bolts under Soldier Field. Not no EVs. 
just the Chevy Bolt. Just Chevy Bolts. I still why? haven't looked up why. I, but I, yeah, I, I was like, did they, they must have they a couple a, something must explode? have happened. But um, yeah. Someone just, someone pissed off one of the McCaskies and they drive a Chevy Volt, so <laughs> fuck them. No, no Chevys. But um so, you know, it's you know, the big three have caught up. Um you, the the Mustang Mach E, by all accounts, is a great vehicle. It's expensive, but it's a great vehicle, and nothing Tesla makes is cheap. Well, it's expensive, but it works. How, so I haven't really read about it. How the F one fifty Lightning is out, right? Like, you can, is, and that's the point. You can buy the F one fifty Lightning in the time that it's been since Musk got on stage and announced the Cybertruck. Ford went from not having anything announced to having a production electric truck. Here's well, also the thing, though. It's called a cyber truck. Yeah, it's dumb as shit. That is the dumbest name you could have come up with. Well, and it's hideous. Nothing, nothing's ever going to be better than when he was like, and look, it's like bulletproof or whatever, and then he hits the fucking window and it breaks. That was amazing. <laughs> that, amazing. Like, he threw, Remember, he threw like a steel ball at it or something. Did, <laughs> now, here's, here's, here's the question. Did he merely fire someone over that, or has is a oh, hit that person out? got killed? No, they're yeah. dead. Yeah, that person's dead. Whoever they got whoever sent, told him he could throw the steel ball at the window is dead. They he got they sent, had a steel ball for driven into their. Skull. He got sent on assignment to Saudi Arabia, and well, no, what happened was he said uh, that, and then he immediately up. went on the run. He had like the the things, and then it was this like catch me if you can type situation. Only he got murdered at the end of it. Yeah, what no, if it's still guy, going that on? Guy, that guy got chopped. One up. can only help. He's in a bag somewhere. What if that's why Twitter is so chaotic? Is because Musk is so consumed, so hyper focused in the in in the pursuit of this guy. He humiliated him a few years ago, and this is why all the bad business decisions are happening. Oh, that's why. Yeah, oh, and Musk is like, let me tell you something. The guy he's after, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I don't need any help humiliating myself. I've got that covered. <laughs> Brother. No, my dad briefly was like, oh, I'm thinking about a Tesla. I'm like, no. I will never ride in a Tesla. Absolutely no. not. Why would you, you do are, it to yourself? You are not buying a Tesla. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. You go buy, you could say what you want about like Chevy. Okay. Chevy Volt. If you go buy a Chevy Volt, Volt I think you know what you're going to get. Right. Bolt or Volt? There are. Those are two separate vehicles. The Chevy Bolt is the, the cheap one. The okay. Bolt is the the one that's under thirty grand. Okay, but they have so, a Volt as well. They do, okay. or at okay, least I, they did. I, I think they might have stopped the Volt. Okay. I apologize. There was a Volt. Chevy, there who was. you're clearly a big fan of, actually. No, I hate Chevy. No, Bob is blood feuding with Chevy as well. Absolute blood feud. <laughs> Chevy took bailout money. Ford did not. Well, you guys are renting that Chevy. I get in the car and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know it was a Chevy, right? I just get in the car. The the it's like a it was like a crossover, right? I don't like saying SUV when it's like a tiny fucking crossover. No, it's a, it's a baby SUV. Yeah, it's a baby crossover but too. You, I get in it and I'm like, oh, it's kind of nice in here. Like nah. the 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 the, pan, the equipment was nice in there. There were three cup holders. It There's was nice. Four. It's well, ridiculous. There were four. Yeah. Wow, it was nice. I, on the inside, I don't know how the car was to drive or whatever. On the inside, it was a nice vehicle. I had somebody get in it too, and they were like, "Oh, it's not I'm like no, it's not. It's a dog shit." <laughs> See, you two are just you've been you've been infiltrated into his no, mind. No, I he's missed. In, he's my, accepted you. I missed my escape, and I finally have it back. Escape. My escape. There um, was no center console. Like 
That's the, what bothered him the most. The if you dri- were the driver, yeah. the driver had an armrest. Passenger didn't have an armrest. I and now an since uh, Izzy doesn't have to sit in such a way that, you know, if he were in the passenger seat, his knees won't be by his ears. Sure. I'm like, okay, Erica's driving more now. You so know, he was like, I don't have anywhere any, to rest any, my arm. What I, was Deal getting, ski. what I was getting to is if you go buy a Chevy Bolt, uh-huh. a Chevy Bolt is probably going to be a Chevy Bolt. Another one's going to be a Chevy yeah. Bolt. They're going to be within certain variances. Yeah. You go get a fucking Model S. They're all over the place. You might get a really good one. You might get a fucking terrible one, and you have no idea until you see the car. Yep. Yeah. I know somebody who has the uh, the Mustang, and they love it. Nice car. I've driven it a couple times, and that's what Dad's leaning towards. Now. Are they really quiet? Yeah. Like, is it, is it weird being in it? It's weirdly quiet, yes. What? I actually haven't been in an EV yet. Really? I don't think, think I have. I don't think I have either. I think that's the first one I have. I desperately want the F one fifty Lightning, but <laughs> it is just so expensive. Is there is there a is there a version of the Wrangler yet that's electric? No. What if I, that comes out, is that going to just like eat uh, you alive? Wait, the Wrangler. There's the four by e. So this is interesting. The uh, Jeep. Jeep has um, their line because there. I mean, Jeep. I know most people use. Jeeps is mall crawlers, but what? What's, what's a mall crawler? It's a Jeep that you just drive around the suburbs. Sure. Yeah. Um, mall crawler. I've but just never heard that. I had never heard that before either, so I'm glad you asked. Um, you should just nosh on that. <laughs> hey, so I there, I took a poll. People know what nosh means, okay? They only know it because it's well, obvious the way can, you use it. They can, don't know what it means you, otherwise. They knew what it meant before I started saying Could it. Could you explain your methodology of this poll? I asked the girls, and they said they knew what the it meant. The people she talks to and have heard her use it in yes. a sentence. They knew before I started using it. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. People know what nosh Dear means. Dear listeners of Subtle Interference, do you know what nosh means? Write us. At Bob at TeamProvenKnife.com. We're only responding if you subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> That's true. If you subscribe to the Patreon, then you can contact well, you us can by comment email. right there, right? Yeah, this is true. That's that's what I'll put on Patreon when I post this we'll episode. answer questions. Yes. We will answer questions sometimes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Erica will answer your questions. So the four especially if you're Joey Beatty. The I mean uh, I don't know why he would listen. The four by eight. This is terrible. The four by sure. E. Four by E. So this is Sorry. this is Jesus I, Alex. Honestly, it's a little bit I mean, I kinda get why they're doing it because Jeep is an off road brand and even though most people aren't gonna use it off roading, if you buy a Jeep there is an expectation that it can off road. So what they have are um they have gas engines and electric engines. It can run fully gas, fully electric, or in a hybrid mode. So it's it's kind of interesting. Um, I don't like that because I don't like... Uh, to me, that's overcomplicated, and there's just more to break. Um, yeah, I just want one or the other. Yeah. I don't want a hybrid. No. I don't. I, I don't either. 
I like I said, I desperately want the F one fifty Lightning. What I really wish they would come out with is so Ford has. There's things I desperately want to, but it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know it's not. I know I'm not going to get an F one fifty Lightning. That's not what. That's not why she laughed. It's part of why I laughed. Let's go carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Ford has three trucks. They've got the F one fifty. Well. Four consumer trucks. They've of course got like the F three fifty, F four fifty, all the like the commercial trucks. Um, but the, you've got the F one fifty, you've got the Ranger, and you've got the Maverick. Now the Ranger, um, you know, is a little smaller than the F one fifty, though not as smaller as it should be, in my opinion. And then the Maverick is the smallest truck. the The Maverick is what's is a is a unibody pickup truck i'm not going to go into what that means if you don't know what it means but it just actually do know what it means um just i wish there was an electric maverick i wish i wish they had you know an electric ranger too or or like an, an electric uh explorer so if there was an electric maverick you'd be pushing for it maybe which is the maverick it's their smallest truck. Oh, okay. Okay, I, so the F one fifty Lightning, mm-hmm. how much does it cost? Sixty. By the time you get the model that you want, seventy. Okay. And are there still the various like tax breaks and stuff like that? My understanding is you can get seventy five hundred off. So if it's still a lot of money. It's still it. now you're still like sixty two. And you could you could get like they all they advertise that it starts at fifty, and you can get one at fifty, but it's a fleet version of the truck, and fleet vehicles, of course, are very stripped down to um, just the bare necessities, you know. Um, so, but so if you want like a decent interior, you want a good infotainment system, like by the time you get just those couple of things like now you're you're really pushing up and that's it's way more than a one like i think if we went with the tax break if we were buying something new the top of our range would be what 35 that's what i'd be comfortable with spending on a car so i mean anything over that it's like so you yeah so you have to get the chevy bolt yeah pretty much and have to, you know, I mean, come it, to the Chevy side. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it just, we have been discussing because our our little uh, our second car is not getting any younger, and we are probably gonna have to look at replacing it sooner rather than later. We have talked about going full electric with that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think especially if you know you guys don't really do any distance driving. I mean, sometimes you drive to like. Pennsylvania, right? Um, but like that's why we would still have. But you would still have a gas vehicle. The escape, yeah. Um, yeah. Because so yeah, you just I don't mean, have the infrastructure yet for just for something just to drive around here. And you know, you know, Bob works from home, so it's not like you'd be driving it one hour each way every day or something right. like that. Exactly. I mean, an electric car makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and you if you're have... and if you're gonna buy something, I think an electric car probably is the way to go. I guess mm-hmm. the question just is what's you know, available in that price range right. other than a Chevy, which we've made clear is not happening. There 
are other options though. Nissan Leaf. And I like a Nissan. The Rogue was nice. Rogue was really nice. You'd have to, yeah, you'd have to go around and test drive them, I think, because because I mean that's the thing. If you're gonna buy, if you're gonna buy a cheap, like the only thing uh, a little like second car needs to absolutely have is enough space for a car seat. Yeah, which pretty they, much. You, and and that's it. You doesn't have to have trunk space, really, because that's never gonna be the car we drive. Well, that's on vacation with. Right. Well, that's at least not now. I mean, that's if you're buying the car soon. I mean, how long do kids stay in car seats? It depends on their weight. I mean, I don't think there are many vehicles out there that you can't fit a car seat in the sure. back anymore. Sure. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm just saying if you buy the car, say, you buy a car two years from now, you might not be worried about a car seat. At that I mean, we're I mean, going to be buying a car sooner than two years from now, I think. You liked that, uh, what was the uh, uh, Volkswagen, too, you said? The ID4. The ID4 I really liked at the so at the auto show. I thought that was a... I don't know what the price range is on that, but... Um, let, let me hold up. I'm pulling it up. The Nissan was priced very nicely. Um, nice Nissan. MSRP uh, on... The ID four is thirty eight nine nine five. That's a little high. But you but get, you got to factor in seventy five hundred tax that's right, credit. That's right. So, um, well, it's still around. Well, and see, that's part of that's part of my kind of like. Well, that's part of it. Maybe we should push on. This. And the Escape isn't getting any younger, and I'd rather not have two car payments. Uh, and I'd rather be in a position where we can shop around and take our time than be then, like, "Oh fuck, the car is, and, the car is gone. We need a decision." And the air, like condi- air conditioning's broken in the Civic, so if we don't replace it before the summer, miserable summer. Again. We we've got to fix it. Someone, you know, say something wacky happens, like Erica's just sitting in a stoplight and someone rear ends her, and then the car gets totaled. Why is he gotta like poke like that? Well, I've been in my. I, that didn't I, actually happen. I was watching though, as that that price of what it was costing to fix the car was slowly going up and going up and up, up, and I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> he might be screwed here." <laughs> That's why I was seriously concerned. I was like, "Cause it didn't look that bad, but you know, we had the radiator damage," and I was like. Once we were a little further into things, though, and, like, because with the the uh, Saturn, they let us know pretty quickly that it was, like, it's, well, it's I th- gone. Yeah, I think I think with insurance, it's, like... I think that auto shop knew what they were doing. I mean, there's a very good chance of that. But also, I think, you know, once... Once the... Once insurance makes a decision, you know... They're not going to go back on it. Yeah, because now you're spending money. Right. Because if you, let's say you value, okay, so our total bill to fix the car um, was $8,700. So thank you, USAA, for um, actually not being a shit insurance company and paying that. Um, But uh, anyways, so $8,700. Let's say the actual number that would have tilted it 
was 7500 but the original estimate that the body shop gave was like 6000 I don't remember the number. I'm just making stuff up. You know, if they come, if the auto shop starts doing work and now they've spent three grand already, well, if USAA were to come back and say, no, well, we're going to total it. Right. The auto shop would have a problem with that. Well, the auto shop would just take their $3,000 well, sure, sure, and sure. fine. I mean, they wouldn't be happy about it, but they take their $3,000 and be whatever but now okay now usaa still has to pay us 7500 because that was the value of the car plus they've now paid 3000 right for having so i think once they make a decision it's done it's done because yeah i was one time i was like oh no (laughs) oh fuck yeah (laughs) oh shit but i mean i'm sure there are triggers that would be like Okay. If they found another ten grand of damage. Oh, certainly. That would be different, but yeah. If there ended up being like framing damage. And while something. I do agree that the shop probably knew what they were doing. Um, they're like a partner with USA. They definitely knew what they were doing. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna tweak it so much to endanger their status with USAA. Sure. They're going to tweak it just enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, know, you got to fuck around within the system for sure. Fuck around and find out. I love that phrase. Well, it's fun because like it would have been nice to have lived in the uh, fuck around century. We're actually in the find out century. Which is sad. I don't know. In the fuck around century, there wasn't as much, you know, fun stuff. Like I think people found it fun, Bob. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> What would Alex have done in the fuck around century? There wasn't any anime or just video harder games. to find. It was there. We just had there was a lot more effort. Speaking of anime, I can only assume what your final topic is, Alex. Spy family. I did. Erica finally, finish. finally finished it. Put your phone down. Well, I I'm. <laughs> Okay, then seriously, what am I supposed to contribute to this I'm conversation? Kidding. Go ahead. Okay, you're fine. Just the way he reaches for it immediately. It's disrespectful. I at least pretend to listen for a little while. I yeah. do Before listen. I grab my phone. I do listen. We're being, being pumped right into his ears. He has no choice. See, this is the truth. Indeed. <laughs> a delightful little show. Very, uh, and obviously, you know, we're going to talk about spoilers for Spy Family. If you care, this is the final topic, so shut the fucking show up. And I don't know that we're going to get, like, too into the yeah, weeds, but... Yeah, sure. This it's... is the final topic. We don't want to talk about how Silicon Valley Bank folded and... Well, then, if you want to talk about that, talk about it. Well, that I was said... kind of a shit show, right? <laughs> <laughs> End of topic. <laughs> I, I also enjoyed it. So we can talk about this. Actually, just reminded me. So Sigh. Facebook, Facebook, I know Facebook is laying off all these people. Oh, yes. And I'm glad you. This, yes. this woman comes out and she's basically complaining that she's been paid by Facebook for years to sit around and do nothing like never had anything she was assigned to couldn't find any work. And then when they laid her off, they were going to give her a severance package, but she didn't sign it because she would have had to sign an NDA. Dummy. And, and and I mean, it's like, I understand why she didn't, because she's trying to, like, gain some, like, fame or something sure, off of this. Sure, but all, conversely, 
It just, it Who would hire on, you? It depends take on how the, much. Take the severance package. It depends on how much money it was, I guess. But and you were able to sit around for years. 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 You are living the fucking dream, bitch. Like, so, you're not doing... You don't have to do anything. Could you imagine... And you're earning a fat-ass pay- Facebook check? Keep your mouth shut, dummy. If if I if I got... If that name came across my desk and, like, anyone Googled the name, and like, hey, yeah, this is the woman that complained that she didn't do anything for four years. Oh, well, cancel the interview. I don't want to talk to her. Like, I mean, just seriously, why, why would you... Why would you want to talk to someone who was going to... Who, who's who's going to sit there and take it. And, you know, I mean, good for her. She made money. All you had to do, sign the NDA, shut your mouth, and just every interview you're in, I'm sorry, I can't discuss the specifics. I have an NDA with Facebook. I can't talk about it. I can talk it. And just fucking make shit up. Yeah. You know? It's like, I no, I, you know, yeah, it sucks. There's nothing in portfolio that I can actually You're show you. You're living the Costanza dream, and you tanked I, it. I do agree with you, is that's what she should have done, and I think that's what all three of us would have done. I do think there is a point to saying you've hired possibly hundreds or thousands of people who do literally nothing just to lock them up so your competitors can't have more people Mm -hmm. just in case like work comes along. And I get it like that. I mean, in a way that makes sense if you don't mind all the extra overhead, right? Like your, your Facebook, you're just rolling in cash. Mm -hmm. What do you give a shit? But I do understand like it would be frustrating to go work somewhere for years and then walk away from there with nothing to put on your resume. Okay, but she could have gotten got another job at any point. Yeah. And you can put anything, like, whatever on your resume. Yeah, and while was... you're sitting there not doing anything, your ass could be writing a book. You know how much thick you could write, Alex, Here's in a that amount of time? Here's a question. If you are one of these people who just go in and you never do anything and you just kind of hang out... Mm-hmm. Do you think you have to ask permission to, like, bring your Switch in and play Zelda, or do you just do it? I think you just start doing it. Like, does anyone You'd care? You have to just do it. Does anyone care? Just go for it. Do you think anyone cares? I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, no. <laughs> or you go and you find a nice rooftop wherever, and you just post up up there. Yeah, you just hang out in the stairwell yeah. or something. <laughs> I mean, the whole situation is yeah, very- it's California. You can just sit outside all day. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm working from home. The whole situation is really bizarre. Um, and is it bizarre or is it just normal? <laughs> no, it is bizarre. I mean, it's so when you're when you're like talking about staffing, one of the concepts is this, you know, this idea of having a bench, you know, of having you don't know when you're going to get flooded with work. Um, especially if you're doing, if you're very project based, you know, you could have, um, you could have, you know, a big project come in and suddenly you need all sorts of people right away. So, so, you know, there are companies out there who feel it is worth the money to keep a bench. Um, it's usually not very deep because paying people to sit around and do nothing and do nothing is phenomenally expensive which is why they're the first to get cut if there's a layoff. But, um, you know, it, it, what, what sounds like has happened in, in Silicon Valley companies, and, and this has been rumored for a long time that this is what they're doing, 
um, is exactly like you say. They're just buying up talent to stop them from going to other companies. And there's also been, there was always also this other kind of more nefarious problem of like this unspoken agreement between a lot of the big tech companies that they would not poach talent from each other. You know, once you had someone that they belong to you and we're not going to touch them, especially for high value ones. Um, and that, so lot, you know, it's shady shit for sure. Um, out there. And I'm not going to like, I'm not going to defend that. Well, the other thing that's interesting is it sounded like she was one of the people laid off recently and they had done layoffs like what a month ago or something or right around there. So how many people are just sitting around doing nothing that she's in like the second wave of layoffs? A lot. Cause you're talking about a bench. She's on like the second bench. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the second bench got laid off first. And now she's on the first bench. She's getting laid off. Maybe, you know, I don't know how many fucking benches there are, but clearly there's levels of the bench. If that's what they have bench levels. Cause if, cause if, if they only had say only, had say a thousand people who were just doing nothing. Yeah. That's who you would have laid off first. Yeah. Well, you also assume that they're organized enough to That's know true. who's not really doing Elon anything. bought Twitter and nobody knew what anyone was doing and like, they had to ask everyone what they were doing. And then he just fired a bunch of people who did critical things and because he, Oh my god, the Elon thing. Did you see this Erica? Where I, I don't think this has happened. This happened since the last podcast. I know we're going for like four hours or something. Erica's dying. I had my inside. caffeine. I'm, I'm okay. I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. okay. Did you see? So sometime in the last week or so, some guy goes on Twitter and he asks Elon like, hey, I've been in contact oh, the, with the HR. With muscular yeah. dystrophy? I've yeah. been in contact with HR. I think I'm fired, but like no one will tell me. Am I fired or do I still have a job? Like, I don't know what's going He's on. He's like, this is my, I've been trying to reach out. This is apparently the only way to yeah. like hear anything. So. Yeah, so I'm trying to reach out to you on Twitter now. And Elon starts acting like an he, asshole. He knew and, what he was doing too, when he was doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Elon starts acting like an asshole. He's asking him like, oh, what do you do? You know, what what projects are you working on? Whatever he's doing, you know. And then he starts like laughing or something and the, just being a total prick. Weird. And then he's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're fired. And then like there's this whole exchange. Like you should go look it up if anyone hasn't seen it. Because there's this uh, whole yeah. exchange. It's Elon acts like an asshole the amazing. whole time. And then it's funny. I think one of the lawyers got to Elon and he went, hey, Elon. Hey, dummy. We owe that guy hundreds of millions of dollars so because maybe. we bought his company. And we're paying it out to him over time because it turns out we've actually found one of the nice millionaires who wants to be paid a normal salary and pay his taxes 
to give back to the community. We found one of these rare lunatics. He's not from the United States. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that needs to be stated. Yeah, he's from, I think he's from Ireland or something. So it turns out this guy, like, he does stuff in the community. He has, like, uh, handicaps, right? And so Muscular he's been, dystrophy, he's been trying dystrophy. to uh, do projects to get, like, wheelchair accessibility stuff put in place throughout wherever wherever he lives i don't know if it's all of ireland or this what this is not but, the guy we should be but mocking we actually, on twitter but we actually found like a nice person right. in theory i mean who knows we he's found the what, probably a pedophile apparently or something, but. Like, okay let's not go <laughs> throwing know. around accusations here <laughs> i'm not throwing around here. an accusation i was joking 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 just so the lawyers know yes but the, the lawyers, the lawyers. <laughs> i know some um, lawyers i know some lawyers i know too. i know a lawyer <laughs> um anyway so, but anyways, we found the nice millionaire. Well, it, the, it, the, the turn, too, is amazing because you can yeah. definitely tell between the tweets. Oh, yeah. When no, the lawyer was chugging through the hallway <laughs> like dummy. <laughs> do you think do you think this was a situation where the lawyer was like, well, they have to have one of the lawyers is just monitoring the feed at all times. Like, was he like at Panda Express trying to get lunch? And like he looks down to on his phone, runs out. The eyes like, go wide. Motherfuck! I just wanted my goddamn orange chicken. Was that so much to ask? Alex told me it was the second best fast food place. Oh, and he's a listener to our he's a listener <laughs> to our podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's intelligent. No, so. no. He's Chugging back. <laughs> Stop him! Stop him! Put the phone down. <laughs> So I think the lawyer got to Elon and explained, "Hey Elon, if we hey, fire stupid. if we fire this man, we're going to need to pay him all the money we owe him today. Now. <laughs> and that's going to be bad." <laughs> so Elon came back and started apologizing and was like, "You know what? I think you do have a job, buddy, <laughs> and I really hope you'll accept my apology." I he is just such a fuckstick. It's amazing. All though. he wants, when Bob, the, he just wants people to think he's funny on Twitter. When That's is the all last time, though, you saw him show contrition in public? So you know he must have been worried. Mm-hmm. I mean, I seriously can't even remember the last time. I mean, that he like, you know, tried to appease anyone. You could hear in the public. lawyer screaming as he ran down the hallway. You're he, gonna owe him two hundred million. Slapping the phone out of his hand. <laughs> And then the lawyer got fired. Yeah, the lawyer was fired instantly. <laughs> you know what? You're right, but you're fired. But you're gone. You touched. You deigned to touch me. Did you look at me? No eye contact. You're done. I can't. You know, I, I, I know. Um, at least one person who is considering a job at Tesla. I. You. I. You can't, gotta tell me who this is off the off mic. Um. I, I cannot imagine taking a job at any company that he's attached to. No! I can't. I don't, uh. I don't know that anyone's ever, like, destroyed their reputation so quickly. And he was, and we're not talking about, like, some random dude. We're talking about someone who was very much held in a high public opinion by some people even no but even like you talk about even let's say five years ago erica i mean going back to all the way back when like iron man came out and we're like oh my god you know 
It's like Elon Musk this, Elon Musk that. What a fucking genius. That's all you ever read. I mean, really, you could say what you oh, want no, no, about no, no, the guy. But that was the public opinion sure. as a whole. And up until like maybe like five years ago. Here's the thing, know, though, Alex. You three, give any of these ago, idiots enough rope, oh, yeah. they hang themselves eventually. But it's just like now it's like if you talk about the last six months, I mean, he's just totally destroyed his profile. Yeah. I mean, because there there was a well, now he's just a joke. I mean, that I think stack just, just keeps too the from my understanding, the Tesla stack is it's not free fall, but it ain't doing good. No. Well, I mean, there was there was a a, a pretty long stretch where. You know, Elon did really good with Tesla and marketing it. And, and now I'm not going to say he was the only person who could have done it, but and then Ballgate happened. <laughs> but um, and people died. But uh, one person at least one from that instance. There's a lot of other like you know deaths relating to Teslas, but but he did a good job with it. And then and you know he he made all of the money and. Uh, but it's like, and there was this kind of thought out there that, okay, he's kind of wacky, but he's eccentric, he's eccentric, but, and he can be tough to work for, but he's successful and, you know, he's going to drive a successful business. The way he's handled Twitter is just been so chaotic. Like I, I just I wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole, like at all. Like why I I'm not gonna tie my my future to this man. Well, and like you said when we talked about Tesla, Tesla by now should be a well oiled machine. Yes, it should not be the plucky upstart who can't get their variances on production under control. Well, you're not like yeah you. you you can only be a plucky upstart for right, but that's how they're acting. Right, yeah, and and that's the thing. It's you're you had they had an opportunity and they squandered it, and they didn't. They were too focused on the cult of personality about it, and not enough on you need to deliver what your customers want, and if you're an automaker. Your customers don't have $70,000 budgets unless you're Ferrari or, you know, a luxury brand. And you're not a luxury brand. You want, you're, you've, that's where you've made your start. But your build quality is not good enough to be a luxury brand. And your price is too high to sell to the everyman. So you've totally fucked yourself. Like, Elon, I'm, like so fat the only thing that's going well for Elon is SpaceX. SpaceX is doing great. Maybe he's not involved. I don't think he can be. Well, listen, to, he he's the CEO of three different big companies. Well, that's impossible. You too. can't no. How so no yeah, SpaceX is just That's just here's a toy. Yeah, you're the CEO. Go ahead. Get him an office. I mean, I'd love to know what exactly Tony Khan does in all his various businesses, right? Because he seems to run AEW. He seems to have a hand with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They own some major soccer team. They have some like sports, like analytics, 
business or something and he's involved in all of them and it's like how when do you have the time and then i heard the other day apparently tony khan is a big fan of staying hydrated by running an iv and it's like god i mean that's a guy who's running hard when you need an iv just to keep going yeah no you're 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 you know what you're running towards an early fucking grave (laughs) motherfucker i mean I know Gwyneth Paltrow just had that interview of sure. It's like, oh, I love an IV. And it's like, bitch, no, that's a bad thing. Fun fact. An IV will be an immediate DNF at my race in July. Can we talk about Spy Family now? <laughs> I, um, I, dude, I just wouldn't, I could never, I'd have to be on death store to be like, yeah, hit me with the IV to hydrate me. Cause because, you know, cause you, you know, know just, off, just off the start, I don't want a needle Getting right jabbed. here. Yeah. I remember the oh. first time I had to go to the hospital because of the baby thing, they were trying to find a vein and they could not fucking find and one. Some nurses are really bad some, at that. Some nurses are great. But some are not. And I'm sitting there and they keep jet. I have tears <laughs> streaming down my face. And they're just, then they finally look up and they're like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. So I, I disagree. If I'm in a hospital and someone's going to offer me an IV. Sure. I'll feel great in a, in like 20 minutes, but so, you can guarantee me I'm not going to feel that needle going in and you're going to get the vein on the first pop. You know what? Fine. I'm in the hospital. After that experience, anymore. if you're in the I'm ho- good. I, if you're in the hospital and you need it, that's one thing. That's I'm also talking a about, different story. We're talking about a different thing. When Oh no, I would voluntarily do this if I felt comfortable in the sterility and safety of the environment. The the getting the needle doesn't bother me. When I was in college, um, I was, I needed to see a doctor and the, a sick fuck. and the only doctor I could get was this, uh, very shady, like above a McDonald's doctor. Oh, you, Dr. Nick. <laughs> yeah, basically. You also went to upstairs, uh, Hollywood <laughs> medical school. <laughs> um, and I, I go into the, uh, they need to get blood. They couldn't get it out of my arm. These shitty, shitty techs. Do you know, do you want to know where they took the blood from, Alex? I genuinely don't want to know. Um, your thigh. Uh-uh. Ass. Under your fingernail. Face. Not that bad. Almost. They took it out from my knuckles. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would not know. Yeah, no. That'd be a, okay, great. I'd rather die. I'd rather I think, die. I think they had to hit three knuckles. No. To Guess get I'll die. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Bob, what was Death. wrong with you that you agreed to that? I would not agree to that. You know it was even better than that? At the shady, like, downstairs <laughs> hospital, yeah, too. Yeah, no. I'm surprised you didn't walk out of there with AIDS. With typhus. <laughs> when a couple years ago, I was trying to figure out what was going wrong with my feet. And um, I just kept having pain. And so the doctor sent me to a podiatrist. The podiatrist said, things look right, but the pain you're describing doesn't sound right. So we need to do a nerve test. So do you want to know what the nerve test involved? 
No. Electricity. What if I say no? <laughs> the worst of them, Alex, most of them were fine. Most of them were like, there's a probe here and like the arc of electricity is like this far. The worst though was when they put the, the one contact behind my knee and then they stuck a giant needle in the base of my foot. You know what? You know what, Alex? I'll deal with the foot pain. I'll just deal with the pain. And the needle's in my foot, and it hits zit. And there goes the electric shock through my leg. They make ibuprofen for a reason. <laughs> Will it destroy my liver? And I've got, I've got a needle inserted in my foot, so I can't, like... I'm trying really hard not to move my foot every time he zaps it because I don't want, like, the needle to go through my foot. You broken Alex. <laughs> Bro, we've never done this. Maybe one other time. You've broken him. <laughs> not going to be able to talk. We're going to have to hold off. Alex 100% would have been like, no, just take the leg. <laughs> yeah, I'll deal with the foot pain. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What are you going to do? Uh, let, nah. me, let me explain something to you, Bob, okay? When the first, okay, first of all, you know what Bob is? A sucker. I think Bob will. Well, we established well, that with upstairs medical school. Yes. Bob, anything anyone says to him, I think Bob just takes at face value. Because anyone who says we're going to have to go into your knuckles, let me tell you something, bitch. The no. only thing going into my knuckles is your fucking nose. Okay? Yeah, no. That ain't happening. The, the oh, needle, we can't find a vein. The okay, needle, the knuckles, please, darling. The needle into your foot? No, I'm going to need a second opinion on that one, okay? And if I go there and they <laughs> say the same thing, I'm going to need a third opinion. <laughs> or, no, you, right? no, you know what? I will, I, I'm going to deal. Yeah. Thank you. You are a fucking madman that you've agreed to this the, stuff. I didn't let them do the lumbar puncture when I thought I had meningitis. <laughs> what that, is that? Well, that's when they literally they stick a needle into your... They jab an enormous needle into your spinal fluid. <laughs> God. And take some. See, I'm not, I don't have like a needle phobia, okay? Like I can get like a vaccine in my shoulder, no problem. I just can't look. I don't watch. I mean, I don't want to look, but I've got no problem. Don't really feel it. It's all good, right? There's no needles going into my feet unnecessarily to like, to like (laughs) test things. No, man. Sorry. Like, I'm sorry, what? You're a fucking madman that you've agreed to this shit. How do you ever even trust a doctor again after all this crap? Um, I would argue that I have a very, uh, a very tenuous trust relationship <laughs> yeah. with medical professionals. Yeah, I'm not surprised, you fucking madman. You know, he's... When he was watching Kill the Kill and, you know, her father was the back alley doctor and he's like, oh, this guy I would have gone to. This guy, this <laughs> reputable guy. <laughs> hey, he knows how to get shit done. He's not worried about ethics. Can I see your knuckles, please? What, what does she say on that show? She's like, my father. Uh, the back alley doctor? The back alley doctor. Yeah, no, but I mean, what, when she's talking to him during that one fight and, oh my God, she's like. 
What does she I've say? I've seen people bleed out. She's like, no, but I have a lot of experiencing with I have a lot of experience with people bleeding out, and that's when you die for real. My father has a lot of experience with that. Or whatever she says. They're both like, what? <laughs> They're like, did you just hear what she said? What? Dude, you are okay. sick. He's okay. literally shaking in the fucking chair because he's having flashbacks. <laughs> how do you even how do you even function? That's an excellent question. <laughs> Lots of caffeine. Lot, lots of caffeine. No wonder it's like he's like I really don't even remember anything that happened yesterday. I've just pushed it all out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Spy family. Or spy family. What do you got, Bob? Two minute, two minute detour. Oh God in heaven. <laughs> two minute detour. So speaking of people who are masochists and just are lunatics, not named Bob. Not named Bob. Um, uh, yesterday concluded um the Barkley marathons. Um, which is a, an insane race in Tennessee, uh, put on by this guy named Lazarus Lake. Yeah, and um, it's a hundred miles. It's actually closer to a hundred and thirty, um, but it's five loops around this place called Frozen Head State Park. There's a documentary about it on Netflix. It's like the dumbest thing in the world. Um, there's like, they only let 40 people in every year and there are plenty of years where nobody finishes. Um, it is just so you get 60 hours to do it. And you know, these are some of the most fit and capable people in the world can't finish this. Um, except for the human sacrifice. He always lets one person into the race who has no right to be there. (laughs) Um, and they're always like the first one out. Um, so, uh, but anyways, it, it concluded yesterday and we had three finishers, um, which is, I think the most finishers ever okay. for the race. And, uh, you know, just, I, I, I know people generally don't care uh, who listen to this, don't care about running. Check out the documentary on Netflix about the Barkley marathons. It's, fascinating so three people did 130 miles in what time frame 60 hours and you climb you throughout like the whole thing it's on an incline it's either up or down the entire time oh my god i think it's actually like i think it's like fifty thousand feet of climbing that's it's like twice the it's like twice like the elevation gain of everest over the course of that race. Bob, this is this is the dream, isn't it? No. I have no desire to ever do this race. It is so dumb. And you know the worst part about it is this section of the course called Rat Jaw where you're where you're going down a hill and it's just all briars. So like no matter how careful you are, you cannot help but get cut up by all of the bushes and just that no no can we talk about spy family now? yeah i'm done i just <laughs> wanted to bake a plug for the barkley marathons uh, so you know if you haven't watched it you really should spoilers for honestly spy family. It's, it's delightful it's so it's i do wholesome. i will watch it i will watch it i just haven't gotten to it yet yeah don't watch it in english by the way the dub is horrendous then he's not gonna watch it i know i'm just it's so bad if you if you literally, Erica, if you just go 
Watch the dub listen. for three seconds just to hear what Anya sounds like. You'll be like, listen, fuck this. Listen, I am immune to bad dubs. No, you're not. I can deal with male Shep. I... Just let him exist in his realm of wrong, and that's fine. <laughs> you, just, you just need to learn to... Sometimes, Alex, you just got to leave it be. <laughs> All right. I don't understand how you could sit through that first speech from Male Shep and continue to play. No, it was I honestly I remember trying one time. I did as I well. was like, I'm gonna see how bad how bad could Male Shepherd really be. That bad. I'm like an hour in, I'm like, I can't take it yeah, anymore. That bad. I can't take it anymore. And worse. But anyway. Um Spy Family. Delightful. Where are you what are you doing? Hmm? Where are you going? Oh, I desperately need to use the restroom. Okay, you can pee. And um, your ass better come back. I will come back, but I thought this would be a. If I was gonna wait to go to the bathroom, this was a good time because I do want to watch the show. Sure. Yes. Go you've pee. Shown, come you've back. shown how much you want to watch it. You bastard. Go pee. Come back. I love everything about this show. It's delightful. I loved what was it the volley or not volleyball dodgeball episode? Oh, the dodgeball episode where you great. get the glorious DBZ references. Yeah, like, we're was... like the boys just straight mm-hmm. up training on Namek. Yeah, cackling. I was laughing so fucking hard, dude. When he, she starts, da- okay, so there's was his name was his name Bob, the guy who was like a freak. It was Bill. The kid, Bill. It was Bill. Yeah, the guy who's a he's like they're in they're supposed to be in class and we're supposed to be like four years old. They're right? like. Yeah, they're either like kindergartners or like first graders. They're older than like and six. This one kid, Bill, has the body and stature of a grown man. He's, he's like, like a thirty-five-year-old wrestler. Yeah, but he's actually supposed to be a kid. It's yes. not like he's not supposed to be like an eighteen-year-old. No, in he's kindergarten. A, he, he's a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah. It's hysterical. So he's just destroying everyone. He gets to Anya, and Anya's reading his mind. So she starts dodging everything because she he can under hear what he's targeting, and he's like getting more and more frustrated. And then finally, Anya gets her chance to throw at him after everyone on her team has been eliminated. And now the guy Bill's freaking out because this girl's been just dodging everything, right? So he's fucking like, "What the fuck is going on?" And she looks like she's getting ready for the big throw. And then they go to the training montage with Yor. Yours like, oh, yeah, just do this. You plant, you kick your leg up in the air, you throw the ball, your throws it. A fucking cannon right. just came Decimates off her arm. Decimates a forest. <laughs> Destroys yeah. a forest. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yours the best part of the show. <laughs> and Anya goes to do it, fucks the whole thing up. Throws the ball half an inch into the ground. After, died. like, it's a named attack. What's yeah. the name of the attack? So the Star Catch Arrow, which yeah. she says in English. Amazing. And uh, we're Star get- Catch Arrow. The, the animation gets amazing. Oh, yeah. We're getting low enough Technicolor. We get the movie budget for, like, 30 seconds. She throws it, like, she holds on to it way too long. Throws mm-hmm. it, like, right at her feet. It, like, bounces weird. And then he eliminates her immediately. It's amazing. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so good. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I appreciated the little. It was like, man, that's just Namek. That's great. Love it. I'm old as fuck. I get that reference. I'm convinced you're is a Saiyan. I would accept that. Like, they're just, oh, no, yeah, she's Saiyan. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> no, I, uh, my, I mean, there's so much good stuff. I love, and this is what I told you. Remember when I told you before you started watching it, I was like, 
they spend two episodes to build up a joke, and that was the volleyball stuff. The volleyball tournament oh, was tennis. awesome. Tennis. Vo- t- sorry, tennis. The, the underground tennis tournament. Oh, my God. They're all betting on games. It's like it's ridiculous. matches, whatever. They, there's all this ridiculous shit happening. You have the steroided out fucking mega monster team. You have the people they're playing. They have the fucking rockets We've on got their rockets. rackets. We've got, We've got sniper rifles with right. b- rubber bullets shooting at them. They're playing they're with, fucking the with the courts. Field. Wasn't there like wind or something? Yeah, they had like wind and there shit. There was all this nonsense that ter- took place before Lloyd and uh, Nightfall win. Oh, Nightfall. But one thing throughout that entire tournament, the ball always survives. <laughs> now, Nightfall desperately wants to replace your as the husband to one lloyd forger yes because she is deeply in love with him and has been forever forever. and so she wants your out of the picture so she thinks i'm gonna embarrass your i'm gonna challenge her to a tennis match well little does she know yours a saiyan yours a monster yes so your goes to hit the ball swings seemingly misses and I was like, well, you're sitting there and you're like, that's weird because she's always shown like this insane coordination. And then it turns out, no, she hit it so hard, she cut it into 100 pieces. It was unreal. It was amazing. And then she hits it and a Dragon Ball Z beam battle <laughs> breaks out <laughs> with slightly less than full power. Ooh, yep, 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 yep. It was the best moment of the whole season. I appreciated that they then ended the episode. Maybe it was after the uh, the credit sequence. With she's the, she's like in the forest. She's in the mountains. Nightfall's in the mountains, like training to get better. It was like a, it was like a branch with our like two rocks on it. Or so something. fucking funny. No, night Nightfall was amazing, and uh, dude, that when she they like, can't hit the ball back, and so she's like, I've lost completely. <laughs> She was, it was, Nightfall was honestly maybe the best character. It was pretty Because you think she's one thing, right? Like, you think, when you're first introduced to her, everyone thinks she's this ice-cold woman who just wants to advance her career, yeah, so she Anya wants starts, onto this high-profile case. Anya starts reading her mind, and it's like, oh, yeah, she's actually, completely infatuated. <laughs> Amazing. It, it turned, yeah, she's the best. She's really funny. And her and, and you know this is one of these shows. It's like I know I say this all the time, but man, you find with so many of these animes, they're so masterfully casted, and the voice acting is so good. Yeah. And it's one of those I watched that whole scene I just described in the English dub, and it's just not the same. It's and lacking. honestly, it's not even really funny because the performances just aren't there. But when you're watching it in Japanese, it's out of this world. Oh, they're going great. for it. Yeah. No, nah, I, I enjoyed that. It's just like literally like from all angles, like poor Anya. She's like juggling all, juggling all this shit. Oh, she's like, she's like a four year old. And like she thinks the fate of the world rests on her shoulders. And she's not like that far off. Actually. Right. She kind of does. <laughs> yeah. Um. Or she's hearing all this nonsense coming out of Lloyd's mind, and 
Lloyd's like this master spy, but he's actually possibly fallen in love with Yor, so he can't think half the time. He can't see what's right in front of him when it comes to Yor. <laughs> Remember, like, it was like episode three. She's like drunk and they're at that castle or whatever. That and adorable. she starts play hitting him. And he's like, what if this fuck? continues, right, I'm, I'm going die. to die. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just falls over and passes out. Her brother. Oh, my God. Yuri's Yuri? brother. Yuri. Dude. And then another highlight was the co- the cooking episode. Was that incredible. was hysterical. <laughs> Before. Puking ever. Oh, it's great. Start seeing the light. <laughs> and the guy's like, stop eating. <laughs> oh, hey, mom. Stop eating. And then she brings them the dish home, and when Anya goes to eat it, she's like, my last supper. <laughs> There's so much good stuff. Like it's just, the, the, it's just, the future-seeing dog. And then, oh, yeah. like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't wolf. He borfs. <laughs> and they always say, they always translate it as borf. borf. That makes me very happy. Remember when um, Yor thinks Anya's being kidnapped to become someone's uh, husband or wife, sorry? Yes, that's hysterical. And she, like, kicks that guy. He goes bouncing off of, like, four buildings. <laughs> no, it's a good time. It's really cute. It's very... It never gets, like, super heavy. No. Uh, it, it is... It's very much like... A, it's a farce. And it's it's very fun in that regard. Yeah. I'm very excited. I know you, uh, the last episode was a little like, oh, okay. Like kind of, uh. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't have a good place. Like in terms of what's, cause this is based off a of manga, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe just, there isn't a good stopping point for a season. I don't know. When I think finally meeting, uh, uh, the target, the, the big bad and having, yeah, that conversation was like, oh, okay, fine. Um, I, I could, I could see why they ended it there yeah but um no i'm i'm very excited for more yeah and i don't think like it's that far off in terms of the next season well Crunchyroll's pretty good about trans or getting it uh uh the yeah, subs up pretty yeah quickly, they usually right? get up like the same day i think for most shows which i appreciate no i i like you know it's funny because I, I sent you that article, you know, about how Crunchyroll is like really exploding because anime is exploding, right? And Crunchyroll is a nice, simple service. Like it's not – one of the things I hate about a Netflix, right, is there's no way to just see what's on the service. Like you just have to go through their recommendations and shit, right? Yeah. Whereas Crunchyroll, you can just literally say, hey, show me everything A to Z that's on here. Like, I like that. Like I, So you can just kind of scroll through. Right. And... You can just know everything that's on there and you can know, you can figure out what you want to watch or whatever. And it's, it's like the interface is nice and simple. I don't know. I just. Not a lot of bells be, and whistles. There's just... something to be said for just an app that just works pretty yeah. much. Simple. Simplicity. I'm excited that uh, uh, the new Trigun series is on there. I was a very mm-hmm. big fan of the original Trigun. So I'll be checking that out. Um, you gonna watch the witch from Mercury? I next? will be watching that okay. as well. Yes, because that's real good. And you said what? Twelve episodes? Yeah, it's only like twelve episodes or thirteen, and yeah. the net has a new season starting in April. Nice. That show's great. 
I no, just, had, just I had someone I had someone watching that today, the the last episode of that season, and they were just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Love that. That's always fun. But no, I'm stoked to jump in. It's been nice to kind of because it's been so long since I've actually like, like we watched One Punch Man, and then we like jump into DBZ again every now and again just to like watch some highlights. But it had been forever since I'd like properly watched anime. Okay, let's ask let's ask Bob a question, Bob. Yeah. Do you like um, people in giant mechs fighting each other? Yes. <laughs> so, Erica is going to start watching Mobile Suit Gundam, uh-huh. The Witch from Mercury. Mm-hmm. And it's only 13 episodes. Uh-huh. And you'll even be happy. There's a dub. It's being dubbed like weekly right now. So I think maybe only like half the season or so is dubbed. Mm-hmm. So you could watch it and like get caught up pretty quickly. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. He's just flinging it out there. This just, 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 just saying. Just lost. And you it. guys could like you know watch it simultaneously, but not together, because she's gonna watch the good <laughs> version and you're gonna watch the slightly worse version. Uh huh. Uh huh. I was actually really pumped about watching The Last of Us together, but now it's like, oh, I was not gonna watch it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow, the guilt trip. Now no, I- no guilt trip. It felt a little guilt trippy. Maybe a little, a little bit. bit. Maybe a little bit. No, 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 no. It's okay. I have other people to talk about it with. It's okay. But that being said, she was a little disappointed. Just a little. It's okay. I'll get over it. Hey, I have an anime question for you. No, don't don't deflect. I am it's deflecting. Only, it's it's one season, thirteen episodes. What what do you think? Is it a happy go lucky series? There's happy go lucky portions. So no. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's not. No, believe me, it's not. We are not getting into a Last of Us territory here. It's not. We're not like going for. You're not going to be Evangelion bullshit. No, you're not going to be reliving past trauma. We're not watching Grave of the Fireflies. What are? (laughs) That's a rough sit. What What are my biggest (laughs) anime misses that you just haven't watched? Yeah. Oh. What are the What are the foundational ones? That you're gonna be very mad. I haven't watched. I don't think that there really are many. I mean, Spy you watched Family's Cowboy great. Bebop. No. Oh, how have you not watched Cowboy Bebop? See, there we go. We got that even has a good dub. <laughs> I knew there were, there had to be something. <laughs> well, you've watched Dragon Ball Z, right? Yes. You've watched Ghost in the Shell, obviously. I know you love that one. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think it's a damn shame you haven't watched Your Name. Any, I'm telling you, same thing I always say. Anyone who can make it through your name without shedding a single tear, soulless, should be locked up in a. Fucking I do, I do room. have, I do have that on my list. I, I just need a good night when I'm just. Yeah, I have nothing yeah, to do. There was one time he tried to like join and watch it while he's talking to people. It's like no, no, well, and you I can't stopped watch because this. it wasn't working. No, that you just gotta like, you gotta get yourself cozy, get your tissues. And maybe a snack, popcorn. And you, get, you, you cuddle up with Bob the dog. You're gonna need someone to. Alex, to have you ever had her popcorn? No. Okay. Oh, I'll make some for us when we watch Street Fighter. It is like anything. You know why it's good? Because there's a lot of salt and, and a, a lot fuck of, ton a lot of, of butter. butter. Yeah. <laughs> this, this isn't it rocket do science. Seem to be the go-to. It's it's. It is a st- Oh, you're such a good cook. Good. What do you do? 
I, I seasoned my food. Butter well, it was like salt. the other day you made salad, and it was like I took one bite, and it's like, oh, this is how I like my salad. It's just covered in vinegar. Drenched in, <laughs> in dressing. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm no, not a complicated... like like, dressed. Yeah. Properly dressed, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's like, I'm not a complicated man. Just, just take the vinegar, pour it all over it. Right, don't do like, oh, here's a teaspoon of, of dressing on there. There you go. Would you go. like to taste the salad? No. <laughs> I just want to taste the vinegar. That's it. It's simple. That's the same reason I like Jersey Mike's. They just dump all the fucking dress various dressings on there. But no, when we watch Street Fighter, I'll make uh, I'll make popcorn. Wonderful. Whenever that happens. Nice big old fan of it. Oh, movie popcorn. I love your popcorn. Bob did look at me this week and he's like, you want to go to the movies? And I was like, movie popcorn? He's like, yeah, movie to popcorn. To see what though? 65. Well, there you've got Adam Driver v. Dinosaurs, which I ultimately would like to watch, but really from the comfort of my own home. Uh, Cocaine Bear, you floated out. Cocaine Bear. Um... You might be able to convince me to go to the... As long as it's not like opening weekend or anything. Maybe like on a weeknight. I could be convinced to go see the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Because that's sounding like it's actually going to be good. Um, see, Erica thinks the Super Mario... We're, we're out of spoiler territory now. But I guess if you're listening still, you don't care about spoilers or you no. watch Spy Family. <laughs> but um, So we're just going to keep going, I guess. Yeah, why not? But... Uh, Erica thinks the Super Mario Brothers movie is going to be bad. I don't think that's a possibility. I don't think Nintendo would let something come out that was bad. Is it going to be maybe average or fine? I mean, maybe. I... There's no way Nintendo is letting something come out at the, in this day and age with the Mario branding on it, and it sucks. It's not happening. I don't think it'll suck. I don't think I said suck. I'm going to watch this movie. I'm just going to watch it from the comfort of my own home so I can rip on it mercilessly. I have a feeling everything about this movie is going to be great except Chris Pratt's performance. <laughs> my and how much, and how my much favorite he... thing is people are like, he's not doing a voice. He's not even trying. Chris Pratt sucks. <gasps> Charlie Day. <laughs> we love him. It's like, guys, he's not yeah. doing a voice either. But, but see, the thing is, I think the movie and the quality of it is just going to actually come down to how much Mario is in it. Because the fair. less he's in it, the better it's going to be, I think. That's fair. Like, because Jack Black doing Bowser, it's hilarious. That's just, that was inspired, whoever thought of that. Yeah. Yes. Smart. If Good the whole, it, move. If, if it turns out this is like an Avengers Infinity War where actually Bowser is the good guy and he's just the whole movie... I think it's going to be great. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be seen either way. I don't know that I'm going to see it in the theater, but I will end up watching theater. it. Theater. Did I tell you? Um, I can't. I think I might have told you this. So you've obviously seen the Street Fighter animated movie, right? Yes. So do you remember how? I feel like I told you this, but maybe I'm. I don't know. Cammy. The, the cami thing. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this last time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind then. Which kind of led into the, oh, we should Oh, yeah, the you're right, you're movie. right, you're yeah. right. Yeah, that's how we got there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hug me. Hold me tight.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>